Ooh, give me some more flavor. Claudine, GTD. What does GTD stand for? <laughs> Tommy, I've asked a question. What does GTD stand for? I answered your question. Got you yeah. Man, you are in a court of law. There are a lot of people in here. We can't hear you. Your Honor, you're going to have to make them speak up. What does GTD stand for? Got the draws, okay? <laughs> Sit 
tired of pussily propaganda to politicians. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Back in the building. Back in the building, man. It's an untitled podcast, man. Um, episode 30. 33. Trinta. Tris. Trinta. All of that. Yep. All that good shit. All that good shit. Episode 33, man. Untitled podcast. Welcome back. We are back. I'm here with my partner, my dog, my partner, my dog, my partner in crime, my co-host, uh, Big Swat. The playlist player. Yeah. Who called you that? Shit, Quentin. Quentin who? My partner, Quentin. Q. You know that big, big ass nigga, Q. I ain't gonna argue with that nigga because yeah. he big as fuck. <laughs> All I'm saying is the proof ain't hey, bro, you gotta drink. Because he, he asked me the other day, he was like, hey man, send me a playlist. I said, I got you, G. What you need it for? The gym. Bet. Say less. He was like, yeah, man. This shit bopping. Call me the playlist player. He was like, all right, got you. Say less. Tell him he want a real playlist. All that, man. Got him. Uh, Just, uh, you know. Just saying, I'm sure your playlist was yeah. adequate. Was adequate. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. <laughs> What's right. good though, y'all, man? We back at it. Yes, sir. How you feeling, man? How's everything? Everything's good, man. I had a I had a productive week. It was a long week. Kind of tired, but yeah. shit, we made it through. That's all we can do, man. Yeah, man. Week the week. Week the week. Week the week, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, so I figured something out. What you got? Well, first of all, I'll get on that in a minute. So I figured out why niggas ain't going back to work. Because niggas don't like to work. Niggas ain't getting paid shit. True. I thought about me. I, I ride around looking, man. I saw a sign that was like, yo, like, now hiring, now hiring a $100 signing bonus mm-hmm. at the 90 days. 90 days, yeah. The fuck you going to do with a funky ass $100? $100. At the 90 days. So mm-hmm. what they telling you is, we're going to give you like a dollar a day. Right. After your 90. Like, you got to work at 90, we can give you extra $100. Mm-hmm. What y'all think? That why the fuck you going back to work, man. Pay them people. I, I don't blame them. Yeah. I mean, kind of Get to me up front. Yeah. Get to me up front. What's the or most you've seen or so Or just far? pay the boys a living, a living wage. What? The, the biggest. signing bonus. Well, this kind of like a little, little, you know, little hourly local spots. But I think the biggest I've seen like two, 200 it's after six. 300. Three? Mm-hmm. But that was like a 90-day period, too. Yeah. So what's that, what's that going to do for you for Not real? Not a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for real, bro. So, yeah. So, pay them people, man. Yeah. Secondly, a little fun fact. Did you know that uh, Tina Turner never knew, like, her and the girls, they never knew a song was coming next? What you mean by that? So, like, when they were touring with Ike Turner, like, they never knew a song he was going to play next. There's no real, like, set list. Oh, so he was like, hey, you throw a song on, y'all better Whenever not fuck up. he started up. playing, yeah, y'all better not fuck up. Y'all better not fuck up. Yeah, so they was, like, literally on shuffle, like, the whole mm-hmm. fucking thing. Like, oh, shit, is that? Make it a hit. That's wild. Like, remember, like, see, I'm not, I didn't see, say, nah, all I said was nah, it a nah, because you're doing that shit. Again. All I said was make it a hit. Because last time you were talking about getting hit with Tina, you was, see, that be that shit. Make that shit shake. See what I'm talking about? That's why we always got to fucking call HR and shit, and we always be in trouble all the damn time. It don't be me. People always be saying I'm the problematic one, man. It's not me. Yeah. I be minding my business and doing the right thing. I just want to, I, I just want to smash the come from that camp. What camp? Tina Camp. Tina don't make music no more. I'm just saying back then. I'm I'm just I'm in the mindset of my uh of Ike right now. I just want to smash. Just want, I just want to hit, man. Man, welcome back to episode 33, man. We happy to have y'all here. That's that's really the problem, man. You always saying some wild shit, man. Oh man. That's all right. That's where my mind goes sometimes. I'm gonna get us a, like a third host. 
<laughs> it's the third person, man. Anybody want to come on the pod, man, permanently? I'll let come, me know, I'll man. I'll corrupt them. Oh, shit. I'll, nah. show, I'll show them the way. <laughs> I, I got y'all, man. I'll take y'all underneath our wing, man. And we're going to make y'all. Because I don't know what this nigga on, man. This nigga's wild, man. Nigga's really a wild. Y'all understand what I go through, man. <sighs> nobody know. No. Nobody knows the trouble, the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. Just imagine the shit we talk about off money, though. Yeah, nah. See, see, you you say your shit on, I keep mine off. You get yours off. Yeah, always, always. Yeah. I done been in trouble before. You, you have an image to uphold. I don't, I don't care, man. Don't El care. Presidente. Toss it up, you. I ain't been afraid of you, man. Let's jump right into this shit, man. Um, our guy, my guy. I don't know if your guy be down. Show my man, Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. Yeah man, Chappelle. That's yeah, aunt, man. yeah man, big Unk, man had a uh, had another stand up on Netflix. Um, went out with a bang. Definitely went out with a bang. You think that's the last one? For a while, I think he might take like a five year hiatus. Which is fine. Most cool. most 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 folks do that. I mean, it's enough material. Yeah. What was this like the fifth one he did on Netflix? At least, at least. That's enough material, man. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to get uh, you know, oversaturated. Right, right, yeah. Absolutely. Jokes start coming, reoccurring, and all of that. So, well, I look at that as my same like theory when it comes to music with artists. Like, drop your album, then take a minute, go live, take a break. Yeah, just go live. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that's where your material come from when it's real. Right, it comes from you living. So go live. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I quoted that Drake line before. And he was like, uh, um, "They take the profit, so it's more for them and not for me." I see y'all in t- 2018. I'll be back in 2018, 2018. give y'all a summary. Mm-hmm. Like, same shit. Like, let me go. Let me come back and, let and, me go and live. tell y'all a story. Yeah, let me live. Let me see how what's going on, man. Tell Some of my experiences. Big. Yeah, my baby mamas. Yeah. The bitches don't love me no more. The bitches that do. <laughs> new bitches, the old bitches. Y'all heard a quote that said, don't let your old work or new work stop you from finding your soulmate. I thought that was hilarious. Who said that? Um, uh, What's the nigga name? Alex. Screen okay. Man from Joe Biden Podcast said that. Oh, he said it. Yeah, he said let no, he never let your old work or your new work stop you from finding your soulmate. Hmm. I saw crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it. No, you say anything else. Talk to the people. Don't you hide? Don't you? Don't you keep nothing from them? You tell them people. I saw him that said, "Don't let your wife stop you from finding your soulmate." <laughs> Same concept. <laughs> you said that, not me. I said, "What the fuck be going on on Twitter, man?" Twitter's a wild That's a place. I told world. you, man. Twitter's a wild place. Um, but Dave Chappelle shook uh, shook the room a little bit, man. He had some. Um, it started off slow, in my opinion. I was like, "Oh, he about to, he about oh, to bomb." Uh, well, you know, he's about to bomb. I said, "Oh nah, shit!" I never think <laughs> Dave gonna bomb, man. Seeker, said, oh fuck! I realized, um, which I can't remember the name of it, but it was the one where he was talking about um, uh, iceberg slope. Yeah, that, that was up. sticks and stones. Sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that stand-up, he built, like, the whole stand-up was one long one joke. One long joke, yeah. Right. That's what I realized. He was a genius. So mm-hmm. I never questioned him again. Yeah. So even though it seems so, I said, he building. He cooking right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you, we don't realize he's it. setting you up. But he's cooking. So I'm going to let him do his thing. Because I'm not in position to question Dave Chappelle. You call that a, uh, a Kansas City shuffle, what he was doing. You know, Why you Kansas fo- City get that shuffle? I don't know. They can uh, dance in Kansas City? Can they dance? Yeah. I heard from, a barbecue, all right. Who came from uh, Kansas City? Eddie Griffin. Nelly. Okay. St. Louis. 
Same thing, pretty much. You got poop from St. Louis. Say what? What street are you from? What street? Them folks have one from Kansas. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> folks say no, he's from Kansas. Just saying. Folks say say you really from uh, Kansas. Eddie Griffin from uh Kansas City. Say him and Dorothy from the uh, Wizard of Oz. Jesus Christ. Dorothy, she can do a little hilltop. A little hilltop. A little click click. Yeah, click clack. What you call it? Yellow brick road. Mm-hmm. A little hilltop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he was just setting it up and uh, you know, he started out with that whole Clifford the big red nigga. I was like, ah, meh. And, yeah. But what I didn't know was like, like you said, you know, it was just one ongoing joke throughout the entire uh, yeah, special. Yep. No, it was slick, man. It was slick. Yeah, and like I said, that's why, cause, cause people, it's funny. People get so caught up in the now, in that moment. Oh, like nigga, be funny now. It's yeah. like, nigga, I do this. Relax. Right. Let me do what I do. You what, just sit back. And what was wait the other and laugh. one? Uh, Space Jews. I was like, yeah. yeah. Give them time. Give them time. Because when you look at him, like, like I, what I've known with Dave Chappelle, again, is that, like, the nigga's really a genius. Mm-hmm. So he'll throw out little corny shit just setting you up. And bring you big, back. And was like, yeah. I remember, remember. Yeah, I thought, yeah, y'all thought that was, nah, that wasn't even a joke. I was yeah. just talking. But see, where I, where, when I was sitting back watching it, I was like, okay, what's your angle at this point? You know, that's what I was trying to figure out. Okay, Space Jews, how can you tie all of this in together? So... You know, you got to be patient with a comedian like Dave Chappelle. He's not going to come off, you know, come on stage, you know, no no knocks to Mike Epps because he's one of my favorite comedians, but he's going to give it to you right then and there. Right. You know, just with his antics and all of that, he's trying to make you laugh as soon as he comes out on on stage. But mm-hmm. with Dave Chappelle, it's more political with a lot of his stand-ups and everything. So, you know, he's he's painting a narrative, he's giving you a story, and he's going to give in, go in depth. By giving you some background information and details, and that's when you know we start getting to the funny shit. Yeah, it's you just got to be patient. And and see what I like about Dave Chappelle is that I don't I don't even believe Dave writes jokes. Like Dave is naturally funny. Mm-hmm. A lot of these niggas write. And there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of niggas write jokes. Like Dave is just you can tell he's naturally funny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, Witty. Yeah, exactly. I like that funny though. Yeah. So um, so anyway, get to the uh, he has some uh, some comments about um the baby. And instead of trying to paraphrase them, I will play them uh, for all to hear. A lot of the LBGTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a (laughs) and killed him in Walmart. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. Do you see where I'm going with this? (laughs) In our country, you can shoot and kill a but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. So, yeah. uh, (laughs) Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, You know, when I first heard it, right, like, you know, I had that same reaction of, hmm. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, and you know, and and I want to preface this by saying, like, this isn't an attack on on gay people. You know, what I mean, at all. You know, love for you, love who you love, do what you do. But what I will say that as a country, and this isn't just gay people. This is all people, black people, white people, just included. Like we're in a really, 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 really sensitive time. Murky waters. And, yeah, and and for no reason. 
you know, to me, in my opinion, a lot of it's fake outrage. You know what I mean? A lot of it is, yo, I, that's offensive. Then you look around, right? Right, y'all? If you get a yes corner or amen corner, then you mm-hmm. keep pushing. You if keep not, going for it. you fall back. And in my mind, it's like, well, bro, like either you 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 upset about this and it really offends you, right. or it doesn't. You know, they use a catchphrase, you know, it's so hurtful. And, and did, did, was it really? Did it really bother you? No. Or was it just not the nicest thing to say about you? I would even say um, narratives over time are pushed according to what's the most important agenda Absolutely. in that year. Absolutely. So right now we're dealing with, uh, you know, the L, you know, LBGTQ, you know, we're dealing with them. A year ago it was Black Lives Matter. Right. A year before that it was the Me Too movement, right. so on and so forth. So whatever the agenda is at that moment in time, then that's going to get the most backlash, the most outrage. And, you know, the baby not reading the room and understanding that, okay, the comments that I made is critical because that's the time that we're in right now. Just not being aware or conscious to that, I feel like that's what hurt him the most versus the actual comments. I, and, you know, the th- here's the thing, though, and I agree with you, mm-hmm. but my thing with that, and we talked about the baby, we talked about his comments before. My, th- my thing is that when you're talking, we're just saying shit. Like, again, I said it then, I'll say it now. What he said ain't something that ain't shouted in clubs across the country. We didn't say it that Every shit single night. Times. Every fucking night. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... That wasn't nothing new, so I don't blame him for that because even in that moment, you on stage, you you just talking shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just to get a reaction. Yeah, yeah. You just talking shit. You relating to your, you know what I mean, to your fans. Like these are your fans. Now, did you piss the wrong person off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that just is what it is. Like he mm-hmm. never came off to me even after to be extra apologetic. He like, nigga, all right. Well, all right. y'all mad, y'all mad. Like, I'm chilling. Like, right. okay, cool. I like that shit, my bad. But, you know, and he said, you know, I didn't mean to offend nobody if y'all mad. You know me if I upset you. Right. You know, I apologize for that. But that's it. You know what I'm saying? So I look at the, you know what I mean, this whole thing and this whole society we currently live in. Don Imus called a group of women playing basketball a bunch of nappy headed hoes. And that shit was a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. And this isn't me saying it should have been worse. It is what it is. He said what he said. Howard Stern's been saying wild shit for years. You know what I'm saying? And it's never really an issue. It just is what it is. He's a shot drop. Right. And you leave it at that. And he's still memorialized to this day. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in a in a in a in a society that preaches individuality and creativity and saying things that, you know, you know, speak your heart, speak what's on your mind, all this shit. Mm-hmm. And you turn, oh, you can't say that. Right. I didn't like that. Why'd you say that? Another thing in the uh, the entire stand-up was that, uh, you know, Dave kind of showing the hypocrisy when it comes to, you know, straight people attacking the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. but at the same time, them giving the same steam towards straight people. Absolutely. All and, the time. Um, you know, he was just talking about how they attack people on social media. Sometimes they attack him and just going above and beyond to make their point known. So... I think one of the lines that he used throughout the, uh, the stand-up was punching down, stop mm-hmm. punching down on my people. And towards the end, he was like, hey, y'all got to stop punching down on my people as well. Right. You Absolutely. Know what I'm saying? So in a way, he was trying to make it seem funny. But like I said, he's making his point. He's giving, you know, his political views on a lot of things. So, yeah, it was that, cool. I mean, that's his, you know what I'm saying? That's the legacy. And I don't think it's political. I think it's just, you know, just his views, period. Period. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's any, you know, agenda to it. It's just, yo, like, y'all got to peep this shit. Like, y'all doing the same shit. Right. Just in a different shit. way. In a different way. So what makes your way right and my way wrong? Right. You know, a lot of times, I know I'm that type of person. Like, for me, when it comes to me just dealing with people, right? Like, my energy, I was, my energy is reciprocal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to go see the lady. The lady told me this. Okay. Yeah, I went to go see the lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go see the lady. The lady told me. So the lady said, like, you know, she said, you know, Miles, your energy is reciprocal, meaning that you mirror what people give you. She said you have exactly. that ability. She said, she said, sometimes that can be a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's giving you negative energy, you, you, right can, you can give it right back. You don't feel a way about it if tomorrow they give you positive energy, you'll mirror that energy and you're fine. Mm-hmm. You don't feel a way about it. She said, now the issue that's going to that arises is that a lot of people can't deal with that as well. Mm. So the negative energy you give me on Monday, I gave it back to you. You really didn't like that. Now, you don't realize I only gave it to you because that's what you gave me. Gave me. Right. You don't really understand that. You don't get it. It's mm-hmm. like, why the fuck you this nigga's this nigga's asshole? Fuck. And no, uh, really, I was chilling. I was cool, and then you came with the bullshit, so I just gave you bullshit back. Yeah, but sometimes people hold on to that shit. Exactly. They hold on to it, See, and they for, don't forget. For me, I let it go. You I could reset forget. it. Yeah. <laughs> New day, it fuck resets. it. It resets. It's like, remember, remember back in the G, you played a video game, and you about to lose that? Uh, Turn that bitch off real quick, that reset bitch. that shit, never happened. Mm-hmm. For me, I can do that. A lot of people can't. That was a nasty time. You had to reset the entire fucking game. That's, yeah. Ugh, instead of just quitting that session. Yeah, absolutely. That's who turned the whole motherfucker off. God damn, Sega. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thank God for memory cards. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. um they just hide hide behind that flag, and I don't necessarily mean the colorful flag. I mean right. their organization in a whole, and they get their shit off. You know, well, they, it, it's strengthening those numbers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this is everybody, so I don't want anybody to think this is just us mm-hmm. talking about you know the AZ, the LGBTQ. Community. Just like causes just in, causes in, in general. general, right? Because we talked about black people. Oh yeah, we, we got we on said, them as yeah, well. Yeah, we get on. Yeah, we get on our own. Like, hey, bro, like, you really don't give a fuck. Do you give a fuck? Like, for real, for real. we had a conversation about um, is uh, the word nigga still offensive? And we mm. talked about like the nuances in that. Now, mm-hmm. like, eh, it bothers me, but it, being real, there's a lot of time where I look at intent. Right. Like, mm, okay, I know what you meant. Don't do that shit no more. Right. Because the next person may not be as understanding as I am. So watch that shit. So but acknowledge it, but at the same time, you know it's not malice. Yeah, point, yeah exactly. Right. Point out what's wrong. You know what I mean? Because, again, you know, people talk about, and they spell talk about what I'm saying, talking about um, the whole cancel shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, again, a lot of people, like, you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. He, he canceled his yeah, fucking you know. self when he went to Africa and chill for. He said <laughs> he that does, shit. Yeah, he like I don't Ooh. give a fuck. He'll go back to the farm in Ohio, kick his feet up. And y'all, y'all came looking for him. He even said he because uh, he said he was approaching. He was like, "Well, who do you think you are?" He was like, "I'm the nigga that got off the butts and walked away from fifty mil." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's me. Absolutely, that's, that's me. me. So you can't paint me in no corner. Yeah, you can't do nothing with me. So then the thing is, is okay, well, cool. Dave Chappelle, y'all can't look for Dave. Right. You know, Netflix, I was chilling. Netflix, I was in my farm in Ohio. I y'all want to hear this. Y'all want to talk to me. I didn't want to come see y'all. I didn't ask y'all for this. Y'all asked me for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, with that being said, you know, a guy like that, you can't cancel anyway, which is why I feel like he's the perfect person to be that messenger. Right. He's a perfect person to be the one to say, hey, listen, y'all niggas tripping. I'm mm. going to say it. Nobody else going to say it. I'm going to say it. Y'all tripping. 
Even comedians like Kevin Hart, they can't do that. Kevin Hart's tied up in too much shit now. Yeah. He has his hands in too, his hands in too much, which is fine. He's still... And they can he, take all of that shit away from him. So getting, he he's willing to play ball now. He's getting to the age where Chappelle was mm-hmm. when Chappelle walked away. Walked away. away. Like he's finally getting to that point. You know what I mean? It's like, well, remember, Chappelle's a lot older than, than Kev. Yeah. You know what I mean? We saw Chappelle on Nighty Professor in the 90s. You know what yeah, I mean? Like Reggie Chappelle, Warren yeah, Jr. Yeah, he was right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chappelle <laughs> been around long ass time. Long ass time running in some big circles. Mm-hmm. You know, Eddie Murphy had him in movies. You know what I mean? Like, it's a you lot. Remember of, that Robin Hood Men in Tights movie? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Chappelle's been around. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Zente. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you know, it's hard to, to cancel him. But as far as his comments, man, you know, I, I don't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping for, looking forward to happening at some point in time is the organization, the company, the whatever that actually stands up and says, you know what? No, we're not taking that shit off. Yeah. If you don't want to see it, don't watch it. Right. If you don't want to hear it, don't listen to it. But we're not taking that down because you're offended. Right. Because there's shit out here that offends everybody. If we live, we, there's if no we live way, in that world, man. It doesn't shit. exist. What would we have for entertainment? There's no world where that exists. And it's not, and, and yeah, you're right. What would we have for entertainment? Because it's always going to be something. My thing is this. Is it funny? If it's funny, cool. Because I've heard some racial jokes that were told to me. If that shit is funny... All right, cool. I, I see. I see what it is. I see what it is. At the end of the day, it's certain channels I don't fucking watch, right? right. You know, I don't fucking watch Lifetime. There's not anything on Lifetime for me to watch, so that I don't watch it. I don't write letters to Lifetime saying I want to see me on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Make more shows about me. Why can't y'all do shit about me that yeah. I can relate to? They gonna say no, nigga. Go watch ESPN. You just gotta understand what comedy is. It's art. Go watch ref- fucking BT and Baby Boy. Yeah. It's art reflecting real life. You know, so you got to take these comedians who've actually gone through life experience. One of my favorite comedians is Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Funny as hell. But he does have some racial tone to him. But at the same time, you have to understand where he came. He comes out of Boston, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how Boston rock. That doesn't make him a racist. Those are just his experience that he's dealt with and the people that he was surrounded around. So it's just art reflecting real life. That's comedy. So yeah, but like you know, and like I said, man, I just I'm really looking forward to whatever company just stands on their own too and say, hey, bro, oh, Netflix what? is standing you know firm I mean? though. Yeah, they not they, shit. They got yeah. but and see with Netflix, the other part for Netflix too is they got so much money invested investing in Chappelle. They not taking no oh, fucking no. Chappelle stand up. Kind of like what you said, shit. They went to search for him. Yeah, they came yeah. and found him. They so gave they, him the they knew they what they were getting themselves. They into. ain't fucking yeah. no. They ain't doing none of that shit. You know, and what I really appreciate about Dave Chappelle is he's always been this way. Right. If you remember, he's always been like that. He was like that back when, but you know, he was doing R. Kelly, you know, piss on, piss on you. Mm-hmm. It was shits and giggles then. He holds no bar. Like, he it doesn't was, discriminate. Goes after everybody. everybody. If you really think about it, the whole thing about black people getting reparations and how we would act with money, right? Mm-hmm. Tad bit racist. I'm rich, bitch. Uh, you know, all you know that all shit. that shit. What was it? Hennessy became the number one. Like it was some yeah. shit, and we laughed at we it laugh. because we like, you know what? It's the truth. That shit's kind of real. Bro. It's the like, truth. We, we do fuck. You know what I mean? Like this is what we do. What you was know? the fucking egg that he cracked? What kind of egg was? I forget. Some stupid shit we scrambling ostrich eggs, but, but yo, that's, what that's we us. spend our money on. Like, you that's get us. Yeah. Like, and niggas can't say he was lying because I saw how y'all acted when y'all got them PPP loans. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? So fast forward, yeah. See it fast forward. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. But we laughed at it. 
We were. It's it is truth. what it is. You can't constantly play the victim. You can't. You can't always be a victim. Yeah. Sometimes you just laugh. Like one okay. of the one of the highlights of that damn special was when he was talking about uh the transgender uh woman that he saw in the bar. Uh-huh. He met the mother like the night before. Yeah. Said he was uh. She was with two uh, gay dudes. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I knew these dudes was gay because they look like them gays from like the 80s. They always look surprised about shit. He oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's wild, man. Yeah, He's man. wild. But he, remember he even popped it off talking about how he doesn't like the new gays. He said, I like the old gays. The, the old ones gays, that yeah. stood, You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, and again, and maybe it's because of the fact that he's not gay. That they get offended because right. maybe we weren't offended by a black person making black jokes because they black. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's what I don't know. But yeah. what I do know is there if there's a population of people who should be offended by shit that said it should be us because we see that shit every day, everywhere. That's what he uh, hinted at. He was like, "Yo, we're minorities, just how y'all are minorities." Absolutely, it's the same thing. Absolutely. You know, and again, I, I don't feel like they should be attacked. Mm. You know what I mean? My heart goes out to the ones who, who lost their lives and, and all that they, over it. He talked about his friend. Yeah, absolutely. But um, committed suicide. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it, 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 leaves the, it leaves room to something. And actually another topic I don't think I put on the list, but um, there was a tweet from Lil Nas. And Lil Nas said he missed some pussy. He missed pussy. Which <laughs> I don't blame him. I understand how he feels. I enjoy it as well. I don't. I don't. To you be think real. he's trolling? You think that's how really how he felt? Well, I told you a few episodes ago that I think that nigga's really gay. To be honest right. with you, I thought that shit was all just a money play. Mm. I always said that because it will make sense. It's no telling at this it makes, point. It, it is no that telling. nigga makes me laugh. No, the nigga's hilarious. <laughs> but when you think about it, it makes so much sense. Because think about that. Where all the An success openly, came after he said, "Hey, I'm gay." The openly gay rapper. Right. Come on, dog. Right. Elton John out here running with you, you know mm. it's like it's like you out you dog. Like yeah. you, you went from here to there. You went to cowboy boots to to Fuck. rainbow suits. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad joke. I ain't gonna make that joke. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I could not. It was right that I had to grab yeah, it. I was, was like, slow. yeah, go get it, go yeah, get it. I, I had a joke I was gonna make. Go I was it. not. <laughs> nah, I didn't make it. Nah, that wasn't it. Nah, go that get it. Uh, nah, I let that shit I right take the there. backlash, man. Y'all know what my heart is. <laughs> nah, that wasn't the joke I was going to make. I had another one you to go. Yeah, one? no, yeah. My uh, joke was good. Nah, that one. It was going to top that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah, that the joke I had was very, very low-hanging fruit. And yeah, I wasn't going to do it. I mean, but point of the matter being, man. It's no it's, malice in the heart. It's nah, just jokes. It's, it's jokes. just jokes, man. It's just jokes. jokes. shits and giggles, dog. Like, it's, it's cool. But point of the matter is, you know, him saying that, then can kind of, you know, get twisted and get conflicted, right? It's like, all right, nigga, like, was this shit a whole troll? Like, who knows? And then the other part about it is, let's say if it was, Mm -hmm. do y'all now turn y'all back on him? That community? That's what I mean, that community. Right. You can't, right? Because when he was trolling straight people. It was all, yeah. It was the greatest shit in the world. We love this guy. We love this guy. So, if now he flips and he was just trolling y'all, now, now y'all look what? a certain way. Now what can you do? Wow, mind blown. <laughs> Crazy. What's that? What's that emoji? Got the smoke coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out you know, to Nas X. Yeah, Every man. time we get to talk about that nigga on here, dog, that's oh, well, we great. know your favorite. Yeah, man. Ever since he put them titties on, <laughs> since he put them titties on, boy, you was, you was a Nas Xer. <laughs> 
Use a little swide X. Little swide X. <laughs> little swide <Stop> X. <laughs> Use a little swide X. I just ball. Stop it. Little swide X. Real quick, real quick. This has nothing to do with anything we just talked about. <laughs> okay. Tyson Fury and Wilder. Who you got? <laughs> Tyson Fury about to beat the shit out of the He about to fuck. Think so? Fuck Wilder up, man. Oh, man. And it. <laughs> It's funny, but it's not funny because I I've seen the work that uh, Deontay's been putting in on like social media, mm-hmm. and after every like little reel or clip that he puts up, I'm like, dog, man, you about to get your ass beat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, here's my thing. I, I honestly, I'm not as um, as sold on that as you seem to be. <laughs> okay, to be honest with you, and I'm I want him, you, but the thing, I want him to win. I want well, him to win. Well, I'll tell you why. The the reason why is because. Even in Wilder's fighting style, I can still see a way for him to win. Punch his chance, right? Yeah, and I yeah, and the, and the reason being is, um, and this is why we're on this topic here, but it's fine. Um, just patience, patience, be patient. Because if you look at what Fury does, him, he counters. He counters everything Wilder does. Mm-hmm. He just counters shit. Puts his so, weight on him too. Yeah, you so, know what I mean. So I think I think if Wilder. Backs up you Just let them come to you Don't do shit That's a nice game plan Don't do shit Just let them come to you And then when he does that Attack Now make him counter But it's hard to counter When I'm being the aggressor mm-hmm. Right So now Fury's in a whole Different type of lane now Right Now I'm being aggressive To make you do something To then counter That's yeah. a lot to think about In a heavyweight championship match That's a lot so it's a for, nice game plan, but yeah. if I'm if I'm wider, that's what I do. I mean, again, the the way they fight are co- two contrasting styles, and you know we always say styles make fights, right? Anyway, that's that's the boxing, you know, one of the main boxing, you know, what I mean sayings is styles make fights. Mm-hmm. End of the day, you know, what I mean, so for a while, because I I don't think Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world. I don't. Who's it going? But to? I still like Ruiz. Talking about the uh, mechanic, mechanic, yeah, yeah. I still like Ruiz, okay. Um, especially now that he's back in shape. Uh, okay. Ruiz and uh, what's my guy? Boy, the best boxer is my boy, man. Fuck, I forgot his name, man. The other one, the other Spanish guy. Um, got that fucking glass jaw though. I I don't know his name. I know you talk. I don't he's know the one who name. knocked out Joshua, I believe, and he fought Wilder. And he had Wilder beat, but Wilder knocked his ass. That's out. the one he got the bad, the bad body and everything. No, no, that's Ruiz. That's the one that knocked out Joshua. That's the one knocked out Joshua. So who's the one that had Wilder and Wilder beat him? I cannot think of his name, man. I could see his face clear as day. He had um, but, um, but when, he, uh, Wilder when Wilder hit him, like all the sweat came off of his yeah. head and everything. Yeah, and but he's I, a pure boxer, but his just he's got that glass ass jaw. I know you're talking you about because we watched that fight over here that night. I believe, I believe. we did. I believe right. we did. Yeah, man. So that, but that's a nice game plan for Wilder. But I think him coming into this fight, he's heard everyone talking. You know, he's heard the jokes. So I think he's going to try to come out swinging again. I think he has something to prove. I don't think he'll necessarily have the focus that you that you uh, talked about just now. And just having the patience to sit back and wait. I don't think he has that in his tool book or in his tool bag. So it's going to be the same results. I think it might be a lot quicker than it was last time, though. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm think, praying for him. I'm though. thinking the opposite, man. I think, what, two years? 
two years. Yeah. I mean, two. hey, prove me wrong yeah. though. Yeah, I got, I got, I got faith me in wrong. It. I mean, this isn't me saying that 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 on um, Wilder wins. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't see him walking into this match saying, "Yo, I'm do the same shit I did last time." Right. You know, I just don't see it because you don't see that in boxing as a whole often. When you see rematches, like you don't, see, unless you're fucking Arturo Gotti, right. like you don't, you don't see niggas come into the fight doing the exact, especially a loss. Yeah. Well, he, like, I mean, the excuses that he made for the loss wasn't because of. You know, his game plan, it was, I was tired. I didn't have my legs. I came in with the whole costume on and shit. So it, well, wasn't, the, it wasn't about but, the game plan. But that was the immediate. That was the Did immediate. he ever switch it up after that? Well, I don't remember. I mean, they never talked to him about it okay. after, for real, for real. But that was the immediate. <laughs> I mean, like, all right, whatever, nigga. Yeah. Like, but, you know, it was the immediate. I mean, you look at Mike Tyson. He told you he's back with my back I mean, back. fuck. I mean, niggas say all kind of wild shit after they get their ass whooped. Like, I've never, seen a, I've never seen a nigga get his ass beat. And then give a, a thorough, real ass explanation as to why. And just say, "Hey, bro, I got my ass beat." No, yeah, you don't hear that often. So niggas just might lie and say, "No, nah, I won." Yeah, I remember uh, who that was that fought Pacquiao, Broner. Yeah, I beat that boy. Yeah, I beat that boy. <laughs> Y'all know I beat that boy. We don't. No, that nigga whooped your ass. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I beat that boy. That nigga whooped your ass. We watched it. We saw it. That's why boxing's wild. Right. We watched him whoop your ass. Can we blame that on head trauma? Or like right after the fight, like what? Just them lying and making excuses. I mean, we. I mean, no, we can just blame it on life, nigga. Yeah. I've seen niggas at the ass whooping in front of me, and after the fight, tell me all the reasons why they lost. The funniest I shit. I slipped. No, the funniest shit. Is it was, like right it was after five fight. of them niggas. No, just one nigga hit you ten times. Funny shit after the fight when the motherfuckers ask you, "Yo, I won." <laughs> like, nigga, if you gotta ask me that, that's like asking a girl, "Did she come?" Uh, nigga, no. How was it? <laughs> As trash as it was last night, nigga. Fuck you, mean. You felt that? Yeah. No. Did she say that? Did she say she feel it? She didn't tell you. Then no, nigga. She didn't like it. You trying to go again? No, motherfucker. You go to sleep so I can roll over and pull this rose out. <laughs> can we cuddle? <laughs> you might get a cuddle. Is that your girl? She'll give you bad. She, yeah, she go. Yeah, she, yeah, she if that's your girl, bad. she'll give you a cut. She up feel bad. Yeah, she gonna feel bad. Come I, here. I saw a damn uh, tweet. She said, nah, "If you come over here with some trash ass dick, you're not sleeping on my pillows. You better ball your clothes up." <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> we ain't saying nothing. We all be getting on that dick and scooting like y'all trying to scoot your chair. Everybody uh, says shit then. <laughs> Raggedy ass. Uh, Nasty. Ball dude. your clothes. That's <laughs> fucked up. I'ma leave. Niggas be letting women get a lot of shit off that I just don't be letting get off. Like, I'm like, bro, the fuck? I will go. I don't live here. Like, bro, like, <laughs> like, I will go home. Like, I'm out. I just be like, bro, it be such wild ass takes and I shit. Still I fucked. One more time. Probably. Fuck again. So oh. it's another body on your head. <laughs> Still a body on your head. On your head. You can't untuck this dick. They said on uh, Raising Cane, the streets need a body. <laughs> streets need a body. Streets need a streets body. Need a body. <laughs> we gonna get in a Raising Cane and we gonna get some music first though, man. I'll let go. you start off. What you got? Okay, man. Uh, for this volume of the flavor of your ear, flavor in your ear, we gotta pay, uh, pay some homage, man. Give out the roses. For Lauren While he can still smell him You know So we gonna get into a little playlist 
um, dedicated to Wale, Wordplay, Lay. Ralph, all those cool ass Ralph. names he gave himself that nobody ever gave him. No, yeah, big he, LA. He's he's still the man, though, right? Mm-hmm. He's still the man. So we gonna pop it off. Where pay lay? You right? And I'm gonna take a song off of Ambition, man. We gonna get into um, Double M Genius. I try to tell him I'm one of the best thinkers of this class. I mean, I I feel like. Maybach music. Shit, I'ma let the chips fall. Niggas is Kimba walking, trying to see me pitfall. Niggas is style like a synagogue. Think about it, cinephobe. Bitches probably couldn't get a drink about me. They say I need some goddess, but I think they need a stylist. Bitch, you should see my wallet. This bitch gonna need Pilates, and you can't see Valorant. What the fuck, you retarded? I ain't hugging the corner, but I hustle so enormous. I'm modern day good fella. I'm really Yoda. Loud smoking so past that L like a semicolon. So that was uh, Ralph. I ain't gonna do that. And keep saying who it was. Whole damn playlist was Ralph <laughs> Wally. God damn it, man! But that was off the ambition album, man. Um, that was off the ambition. Oluba Wale. Yes, sir. That was Double M Genius. So, man, I'm gonna take it very, very current. Um, you know, one reason why I wanted to do this playlist is he uh he's dropping um for Lauren too, October twenty right. second. Um, weeks? No, two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and drop one of the singles off of that, man. I'm gonna drop a uh, poke it out featuring J Cole. Cool and Dre. I just wanna see if you gonna lie, or you gonna love me. I was getting bras way before I got the money. Since I've been a star, they don't love me The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling Stick it out, poke it out Stick it out, poke it out Yeah, yeah. she got a little butt, so what? Big back, she can show enough Stick it out, poke it out Poke it out yeah. My regards to the bras, they thought I was done Pick a side, pick a side, and die in a jump I've been letting things slide, they trying too hard Cause I ain't left the city once to travel abroad Nigga, I'm back on my bar shit They sticking the Honda Civic, we in the car service I really just mind my business and pray that God sort them Can't really be long-winded, you talking short money Today we not cost-cutting, can you stick it out? Told me she was quarantining, brand new titties out And there might be a couple weeks to make them bitches bounce So I mean it when I be like, what's this turn around? 
don't really turn around. Okay, I just wanna see if you gon' lie, or you gon' love me. I was getting bras way before I got the money. Honey, since I've been a star, they don't love me. The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling. Stick it out, poke it out, stick it out, poke it out. Hey, yeah, she got a little butt, so what? Big back, she can show enough. Stick it out, poke it out. Yes, sir, man. So that was uh, you know who that was. I <laughs> see, head catch myself. <laughs> but that was off the uh single off the new album. It's coming out October twenty second, man. She got um, a little butt. So, so what? What? Just poke it out. Shout out to the little booties, man. Yeah. No one a little booty. They aggressive. They are the aggressive. Ones. Yeah, <laughs> the little ones. The they are aggressive, man. They uh little booty gang is a very aggressive bunch, very active bunch. Something to prove. Yeah, they gotta show you a little something. I can hang with the big dogs. Yeah, roof, roof, then nigga. Mm-hmm. Imagine the little dick niggas was aggressive as little butt girls. They are, <laughs> like in real life, nigga. Like, you think so? Yeah, I don't bro. think them niggas lack confidence. Twenty four seven. Fuck you, so mad for nigga. My dick, little nigga. Oh, wow! That's something to be mad about. Yeah, yo, women gotta stop like treating them boys like that. They like them niggas pick their dick. They do what? <laughs> what? They gotta stop treating them niggas dirty like them niggas was being cheap in Walmart when they were picking a dick out. <laughs> that little dick up they work like this big dick down here. Yes, man, bro, man. Let me just go and roll that one up there, man. man. That dick seventy percent off, man. Let me get that little dick up get there, that man. One, man. Shit, it be peeing and shit. It's still pee. Oh yeah, man, get that little dick, man. Bring a dick on down here, man. You need a ladder? Get some help, man. Call y'all. Need to block the aisle off to get the the reach truck. <laughs> hey y'all, y'all watch out, man. I got. I'm getting that little dick up there, man. Yeah, yeah, that's the dick for me. Okay. Keep him in the compact aisles. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come in a little package and little wrappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you have? <laughs> wow, man. Little dick out. Little dick out, man. Little dick out on the back. Speaking of little dicks, bro. Whoa. Little Dicky show. Okay. Dave. Yeah. It's one of the best shows on TV, man. Work. That shit is great. Okay. Two seasons, man. If you ever get a chance to watch it, you know, just just check it out. I've never seen it. It's hilarious. I've never seen it. What's it called? Dave. Is that little Dicky's real name? Dave, yeah. Oh, that's Dave sense. Bird. Something. Dave David Bird. That sounds white. Nigga had Kareem Abdul Jabbar on the episode. Work? Like the real Kareem? Yeah. What to do? He was, um, I think, uh, interviewing him for like uh, some Herald that uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar was a part of or some shit. So it's a heroin? Herald. Herald. Yeah. Oh. I said Kareem did heroin. 70s was a wild time, man. Who Inshallah. Who knows? Inshallah. All right, man. So um, there was a, uh, a Sopranos prequel that got yeah. released. Yeah. You were a Sopranos fan? Yeah. You were? Okay. I want, I'm not like one of those heavy fans, but yeah. know, I, I, I've watched it in its entirety. Yeah. Okay. Um, There's a lot of people that watched it like two or three times. I'm not that heavy into it, but I follow the story. Okay. It was a pretty good show, man. So I was excited to see the prequel and see exactly where they would go with it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were expecting it to kind of be an origin story of mm-hmm. Tony Soprano, the main character, and mm-hmm. it was the complete opposite. It was... um. The person that kind of watched over Tony when Tony was a kid and kind of gave his story. Mm. And bits and pieces showed on how 
or why Tony became the way that he was because every time that um and his name believe it or not his name was Dicky. Mm, okay. <laughs> so every time Dicky was Dick's doing, everywhere. Right. So every time Dick, Dicky was doing dirt, you know, it showed Tony kind of peeping around the corner or you know mm-hmm. just you know observing. So it kind of showed Tony as well like just doing some just some kid shit with his friends, man. They stole an ice cream truck. They kind of muscled the, the driver of the truck or whatever. Yeah, you know, if you tell somebody, you know, we're going to come back and all of that shit. But All that good shit. Yeah, it was a good movie, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I haven't it, seen man. it. I haven't seen it. I, I plan on watching it. I, I, I watched The Sopranos. Uh-huh. That was around that time that I was probably a little too young to be watching, so I had to sneak. So you had to sneak and watch yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But HBO, you was like, oh, some titties was going to be yeah, on there. Yeah, I always going to see some titties on Sopranos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gonna be some teas. But yeah, man, um, I'm excited about it. How do you feel about those in general though? So you get these iconic shows and then you get movies for prequels or movies kind of wrapping up. Um, I know that um Breaking Bad did that with El Camino. El Camino, right. You know, um just kind of wrapping up and telling you what happened. What happened. You know what I mean? And it also kind of I think in my mind it leaves the door open to do Something depending on the reception. It's right? big shoes to fill. I say that much. But if it's done in, in the right taste, I don't have a problem with it. You know, yeah. fans are going to fan out and watch it just because. Yeah. Right. And if you, you know, a casual fan, like kind of how I was with the Sopranos, you know, I'm not going to run to it immediately. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm still excited to watch it as well. You know, I'm not going to critique it as heavy as like you know the diehards will. Right. If you right, get right. what I'm saying. Yeah, you enjoy it a little more. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, and I just ask that because, you know, I look at, again, you have this prequel. You also have uh, House of Dragons, which is the uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones prequel. Now, um, I'll fan out over that. Yeah, that's your shit? That's my shit, Game of yeah, Thrones. I, I enjoy Game of Thrones. I give folks a hard time over it. Just people, like, being really weird about Game of Thrones. But mm-hmm. um, I, 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 it was cool. The last season was some dog shit. It's kind of I'm and I I explain this to people on why the last season was the way that it was. It's kind of like being at work and the last thirty minutes of work is there. You don't give a fuck about what you're doing at that point, man. But here's the thing: that's fair. Okay. But were you holding it down at work as long as they was holding it down? Hmm. Was you putting in that work like them niggas did on on Game of Thrones the first few seasons before that? Nah, nigga, you you bullshitting. I bullshit when I first got there. When yeah, I first see, got to nigga, work. Season one, episode one. You found yeah. out two twins was fucking. They had a little crazy ass son. They had a midget for a little brother. Mm. Um, what else was going on in that shit? They kicked the little boy out the off, window. Off the tower and everything. Yeah, kicked his little out the, you think that was kind of a, a, a full circle moment? Just to uh, give him kicked, the, give yeah, him the kicked, throne? Yeah, get kicked off the, th- off the, off the tower. And, you and now you're back. sitting on the throne. Yeah, the I told you I wasn't a fan of them making Brand the Builder the fucking king anyway, because he in that fucking wheelchair. And I now wanted they to go to Arya. Now, they, yeah, well, you know, she she went off to go. Okay, I mean, she did. Let me bleep that out. No, I mean, leave it. That's ex- <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what she did. She fucked and was like, nah, this ain't for me. Nah, she told him that that dick wasn't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she said, nah, that dick wasn't nothing. That dick wasn't nothing. for me. Yeah, that dick wasn't nothing. I ain't like that. Yeah, nah, we fucked. Like carry swords. That's <laughs> about it. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga said, I deflowered you. Said, Bitch, get my flower back, nigga. That fucking dick. Yeah, we fucked. That's how I knew Ari was a G. I she, like like, she was like, yeah, we fucked. I like to do the stabbing. Yeah, I like to do the stabbing right here, nigga. 
I do the stabbing right here, nigga. Oh man, shit. Speaking, the cool, but the cool thing about uh the prequel. Speaking of poke it out, <laughs> stick it out. Dun, 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 dun. Shout out to that sample, dog. <laughs> Yo, if, I don't know if you know this real quick. You, I don't know if you know this on his singles off of that Autumn sample. Yeah, yeah, got, all the lead need, singles. Got, yeah, he got I Need a Girl sample. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry, I could take All the lead singles, yeah. Um, well, what the fuck was I? Oh, the prequel. Yeah. That was actually uh, James Gandolfini's son uh, that played him in the movie. That's dope. So that was pretty cool. That's dope. That's dope. Um. It's kind of like filling your father's shoes and taking on one of his most iconic roles, and now you have a chance to play that role. How you feel about Lil Meech playing Big Meech on BMF? I think that's cool as well. I think it's cool. Um, we rolling, we rolling up to what episode three now, right? Episode three, I believe. Is episode three? Yeah, it is. It's just so much shit happened in episode, yeah, episode one, one and two. Kind of yeah. yeah. Two slowed down a little bit, but mm-hmm. three, but one was nuts. Right. Like a, lot, a lot of people have been kind of giving him, you know, backlash as far as his acting. But the thing about that BMF show, I'm not as wrapped in the acting or focused on it because it's such a dope story to tell. Right. Because we know that that shit actually happened. Right. You know, bits and pieces might, you know, be just for, for television. But yeah. for the most part, this how this nigga was getting down. Like. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of shit. It's going to be embellished, too. Even right. with niggas there telling you what happened. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like the nigga telling you about what he did in high school 20 years ago. Like, it, it's always going to be a little. You're going to add something here and there. Yeah, a little. You know, it's going to be a little more spice and sauce on top. But I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I like that, you know, I, I don't know. And I know obviously it happened before. But at least for me, the first time I really remember seeing that was um, Ice Cube's son playing him. NWA. In NWA. Right. I forgot you know about I mean? that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know cool. what I mean? I thought that was dope when it happened then. So, you know, for me, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my main issue with Game of Thrones, man. Just the ending. Now they got to get all that tax money <laughs> and make the castle wheelchair accessible. Question, um, question about. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Question about BMF, right? Okay. We got Cash Doll in the show. We do. How old is Cash Doll? Fine. She at least 47. Go ahead. She's telling everybody she's 25, and that's what's bothering She's fine. She's fine, but she ain't 25. Right. It's tell the truth. She got a, we got a sex scene out of Cash Doll, right? We did. Were those her real titties, or was that like some CGI type shit? Or? I think that'd be her real titties. Okay. This first, this fifty, you know, fifty make everybody sign that clause. Like, yo, you don't get ass naked on this motherfucker. Right. We've seen every. I, I don't know if there's a woman. We got Notori from Three L. Well, we saw her titties in uh, yeah, Notori. Any any main character <clears throat> on a Fifty Cent show, you gonna get to see her titties. La, we saw La La titties. We did see La La titties. La La's tatas. We saw La La titties. We saw uh, Angela's titties. We saw um, Tasha's titties. Mm-hmm. We saw uh, the lady that um, Governor Tate was fucking. I mean, Commissioner Tate, Councilman Tate. Who, Lord? You know who titties we didn't get to see? Who? Fancy. Jamie Foxx show. Who was she fucking? She fucked ghosts. She did fuck ghosts. We didn't get to see them titties. But we got fancy. We we saw fancy titties. We didn't even get to see her fuck ghosts, though. We just got, like, we knew they them had hunching. sex. No, they were, they were hunching. Oh, they showed the yeah, hunch? Yeah. What up, They showed the hunch. It was like season five. Season I think season five. five 
Okay. Do your own research. <laughs> but nah, Fancy did a uh, Playboy. I forgot about that. So we seen Fancy. So we seen Fancy titties. We seen Fancy titties. We seen Fancy titties. Fancy, Fancy. Fancy. Francesca. Yeah, Francesca. Yeah, man. So uh, we, yeah. But I, I hope whoever that young lady was that Councilman Tate was having sex, I hope she's doing well. Yeah, man. You know, I went and looked her up, right? You had to. You know who I looked up? <laughs> who? You remember when Insecure? Uh, first season? Mm hmm. The uh, the chick that kept uh that worked at the bank that kept trying to give uh Lawrence some ass. Yes, yeah, I looked her up. Then he finally beat. Yeah, and she was throwing that motherfucker Kill, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I found her. She's oh, doing well. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, you got the motherfuckers up. Double taps. Man. Yeah, man. It's double taps here and there. The one from um the one from uh the one council state was me. I I, I followed and unfollowed. She's a little boring. Doing some lame shit. She was born. She was fine. She was born. Born. Yeah, so I get off of that. You no action. Nah, man. I hope we get some cheeks or something. You know, it's funny because, like, I guess we kind of expect, like, them to be the same in real life. Mm. So I want to see you getting it in, and she wasn't getting it in. While we here, we can get off of this shit. Okay. Speaking of titties, mm. group chat um, that I'm in, picture was sent, right? OnlyFans page. Mm. Guess whose OnlyFans page it was? Nessa from Bernie Mac show. Nessa, Nessa. Oh, not Nessa, not my baby, man. Bernie. Oh, Nessa, man. Uncle Bernie. Nessa, Nessa. Stop, (laughs) Uncle Bernie. You want to see in his grave? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to see. Actually, I love you, sir. Titties. Nessa. (laughs) Stop, America. America. Nothing all I can do with these kids. Y'all letting us get only fans. Yeah, you ain't tell me nothing. I thought we were better than that, America. I thought we were better than that. Damn. <sighs> Bernie got to be rolled over in his grave. Shit's all right. <laughs> That's. <laughs> hey, I ain't got a problem with it. I ain't got a problem with it. Because what y'all not going to do is get on Nessa when we still ain't find where little Judy at from Family Matters. She went to fucking, what was she Jamie gone. Foxworth, what's her name? Jamie Foxworth. And went to fucking everybody. She gone, bro. Yeah, She died? No. Oh. She just gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I told you about the, 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 the porn streets stop. need a body. <laughs> streets need a fucking, we're going to stop. <laughs> but I told you about the damn um, budget out from Georgia Southern. Really, Phoenix Fire. Um, look up. No, we're not gonna do a porn star search. It, it wasn't. It was one before her at, at Georgia Southern. Man. There's uh, plenty of them. That's what you, Dan, Danny Dior. That was it. Danny Dior. Okay, gotcha. Oh, that was that was the homie. Yeah, but was, <laughs> let's get to some music, man. Let's, let's get, go. Let's get some more music. <laughs> Real quick. It's on who's on? It's on me. It's on no, me? no, no, no. It's on yours. It's on me. All right, bet. Um hmm. What are we gonna do? Okay. I'ma go into the um the festivist mixtape. Festivist mixtape, man. Um actually one of my favorite mixtapes from like, well, they don't put too, too much bad music out. Um, maybe projects that aren't as good as the other ones. And it's hard. He set that bar so high for himself. Right. You know what I mean? That you hear this and you start comparing it. Like, and that wasn't this. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go to the uh, Festivus mixtape. 
And I'm gonna play Friendship Heights. Okay, Diddy, I'm gonna sound like money. Shawty, you put the Ellen silhouette. <laughs> uh, or the wet. <laughs> I'll play some more. I be lusting for women who resemble perfection sending 10 a.m. texts like I'm um, hello good looking hypothetical question how do you get all your essence in them get ups and dresses oh fuck it I just be tripping uh uh-uh. I love the newness of it we closer by the moment none of us used to nothing so my old jokes working perfect imagination focusing hope I know you controlling holding your every word and you quoting my older verses both of our exes issues with both of us now seem perfect Hoping our imperfections are noticed are unimportant We all just rush the feeling Nobody loves the searching Of course we need our intentions Before we meet the person Never you got no Just mean you got a type, man. That's what it means. Can I? Can I? It'll fall from my type, and that might be the same song. Anyway, what you got? Makes sense. Yes, like sir. It. Um, let's get to another, another mixtape EP, whatever you want to call it. All of that good shit. All of that good shit. But this came off of uh, Forlorn Number One. Righty, righty, righty. So shit. Let a nigga know. Featuring Chinks Drugs. R.I.P. Hey, Chinks, what up? Chinks, BX Connect, Queens, what up? Sean Clayton's Grain gripping, stain dripping, nigga show the lane. Got your main bitch with me and she ain't complaining. Shorty with your aimers, young, rich, and famous. Never paying for the pussy, niggas making payments. Bitch, a ball, I'm on the court like a fucking plaintiff. Any BYT, a thrill of human nature. You have to get your cake up, you have to get your weight up. I rap sure ain't time, you catch a need to make up. I'm from the blocks where they hustle just to get the cake up. For the money, I be shaking like Anita Baker. Chinks, rugs, I done blew up like a minefield. These niggas bet I lie. I know my mind real, I know my mind ill Came in the lane and made paper off the sound field Enthusiastically curved, know my rapper's superb You get clothes off the rack, I make racks off the hey, curb N- These niggas acting like Jack and his thorough Niggas jacking my flow, I'm just jacking their girl Cold boy styling on them in my bathrobe Like a bad hand uh, and poker bet they ass flow No gotta worry, the horny bitches be at my show No handouts when my arms strong like Satchmo Rap flow with poetry over mad song my stats good, I'm back slapping the stack Where the cheese at? Tell me when it go Tell me when the cheese at? I'm all I'm gonna do Squad like the dream team, only buckets go Let a nigga know 
Those are my favorite type of hip hop songs too, man. And the back and forth, back and forth, little sparring match, man. Contrasting styles, yeah, man. And shit just blends in together. Yeah, yeah, man. I got something for that too coming. Okay, up, man. I got you on one. Okay. Um. Uh. So, um, more vaccine talk. I know people tired of it, but it means it's going to be here. It's the life we live now. Um. We talked last week about the NBA rolling out some some new vaccine mandates and requirements. Right. Um. Just basically. You know, in, in conjunction with different states, one being New York, uh, you know, saying you can't do certain things, you ain't got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. One thing you can't do is play basketball in the NBA arena. Um, so that goes for Kyrie. Uh, I believe also California passed that law, so they affected uh, Andrew Wiggins. Right. Um, the entire Lakers team have announced that they are all vaccinated. Um, but Andrew Wiggins from the Golden State Warriors was told can't play home games. Mm. So he went. I vaccinated. At, well, actually, he told you can't be home, play home games, and then they came out and told them if uh, you don't um, play, you don't get paid. You don't get paid. Right. So what did he do? Got vaccinated. You know what that tells me? What you got? Oh, hold on. Oh, wait. Look what that money maker bitch do. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah, man. And my thing is this. I'm vaccinated. So I don't want to seem like a pot called a kettle black. Mm-hmm. But I never said I wasn't getting vaccinated. <laughs> and they didn't threaten me with money. Then I said, oh, never mind, never mind, never yeah, mind. It made you hop on the grave. Yeah, so, so, that. but I, I understand it, man. You got to feed your family, so it's all good. Yeah. But my thing is. Do you feel and, like um, that that's fair? What's that? That they're uh, affecting his money now. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. Because they're not making you do anything. You don't have to do this anyway. Mm -hmm. But they also have a right because, you know, I look at it this way. And, you know, I'm going to say this and I know what you're going to say next. But, you know, people come to these NBA arenas to see certain people. Mm -hmm. See certain players. Now, ain't nobody came to see see you. you. Ain't nobody came to see you, Otis. (laughs) I get it. I know. But people do come to see Kyrie. Of course. So if you get the, the Nets and the Warriors playing. Or Nets and the Lakers playing in L.A. And Kyrie can't play because he's not vaccinated. Now you're looking at people making excuses. Oh, they weren't full strength. Oh, this, oh, that. That, and then you got maybe the kid, you know, who want, who that Kyrie's his favorite player. And it's the only time they come to California or come to L.A. this year. Mm. You know, my only chance to see them in L.A. this year. And you're not sense. playing because you didn't get it. So you cost, you know what I mean? So now I don't believe this necessarily is NBA's take. Because they let the teams do this shit with players all the time. But he right. ain't playing tonight. Why? I don't know. He tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Personal, so, personal, personal reasons. Personal reasons. You know, yeah. DMP, CPs, you know what I mean? Did not play. Coach's decision. That type of thing. So, now, that's going to start a snowball. Yeah. That's going to start a snowball. Man. Absolutely. I, I think that this is just the beginning. And I think it's going to set a precedent. I think it's going to come down to where there's certain things just in life mm-hmm. you ain't going to be able to do. Did you, know. you hear the uh, stipulations that they have in Toronto? Mm-mm. That um, if a player, NBA player, breaches like quarantine while they're in Canada for a game um, without being vaccinated or something, it's something down those lines. But uh, they got a quarantine in Canada before they leave. It's some it's something down those lines. I'm, I'm gonna sure. pull the report up. I'm sure. I'm sure. But they're they're talking about uh, jail time at this point. I can see it. I can see it. I mean, again, you know. And I told you about a conversation I had with someone there talking about, you know, 
anytime the government pushes something on you, it you know, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times I'd agree. I think this is the opposite though. I think the reason's the same, but I think it's opposite. I think money's still gonna be the same. But I always talk about, you know how I say, you know, my day always told me is follow the money. Money gonna lead you right where you wanna go. Um they want these vaccines because mm-hmm. they're tired of the fucking they're tired of the fucking pandemic. And they want motherfuckers back to work. Yeah. And they want money to be generated again. And every time you go, you can't come to work because um, you know, I mean, you you're you're close to somebody and you may have come in contact. You got right. it? Yeah, it's right. It's just says uh unvaccinated NBA players could face jail time, fines for breaking quarantine rules in Toronto. And that's pretty much the highlights. So. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's fair. It is what it's it is. Fair. Um, you know what I mean? I, I don't <laughs> again, there's gonna be more. Wait till they tell you can't come in there and get your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Wait, I mean, it's gonna be a lot I mean, of it's shit. Gonna it's lot. gonna be a lot, it's gonna be a snowball, it's gonna be a thing, you know what I mean, to where your day to day life is gonna start becoming be affected without the vaccine. I mean, they're doing everything. They're giving folks money mm-hmm. to get vaccinated. There, you know, it's a lot of shit that you know what I mean they're doing so you know, once again, we ain't here to tell you to, you know, we ain't here to give you health advice. But the fact of the matter is, hey, like, it may be in your best interest to get this shot. Um, but actually, I went to the doctor um, earlier this week. I would have told you earlier, but you don't ever ask how I'm feeling. Um, went, to the doctor, <laughs> went to the doctor earlier this week. <laughs> and um, she was, uh, and actually just like a little little uh, review Um for my little health points at work, mm-hmm. you know, I get my little discount on my insurance. And um, hold on, whoa, 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 what's up? I'm gonna come back to this. I'm gonna let you finish your story, but we gonna because I know I I we'll get back to this. Okay, cool. You said uh, discount on your insurance, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had to switch guy called nothing. So cool. Um, basically, you know, I was, it, it, so it was like a little review. Of a screening that I had about a month ago. And she just kind of walked through the numbers and told me what this means, that means. I got high blood pressure. Damn. Well, it's not, I haven't been diagnosed with high I, blood I, my, pressure. My apologies, because I sounded like Kevin Hart just yeah, now. We don't see the total how old you were. Yeah, right. Damn. How, well, how are you feeling I'm, knowing that you have high blood pressure? I mean, I, you know, I, you know it, I haven't been diagnosed. It was just high when she took it. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been diagnosed with high blood pressure, but it was high when she took it. Um, so she was stressed out, and I can think of a bunch of reasons why. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so point of the matter is, she told me that they have fear of what they're calling a uh, twin demic. Twin demic, which is basically there's fears among health professionals that there's not only going to be the COVID pandemic still going, but also a flu pandemic as well, Ugh. because a lot of people aren't going to get the flu vaccine now either because they're focused on. They're saying they well, I ain't getting the cold. I ain't getting no vaccine. I don't trust it. Even though the flu vaccine has been around for a decade mm. plus. So a lot of woke niggas out here now, man. Yeah. They're gonna be real sleep soon too. Ah, nice. Yeah, I did that. Boom, boom, boom. You had you had an issue with my my insurance? Uh, no, we'll get we'll get to it. I just wanna um mention about Kyrie. Okay. He's able ahead. to practice now. Is he? Yeah, the Brooklyn Next, uh I guess they categorize their practice facility as a private facility. Mm. So that allows him to practice with the team. But he, I, I still don't think he's able to play in, like, home games. Well, I think that that could also become a thing, though. Mm. I wonder how they're going to work that when it comes to games. Who knows? 
The facility is a private facility, mm-hmm. so you can't stop them from coming in there. Right. But I wonder how they're going to do it with games. It's they, loopholes. Those are loopholes. It's loopholes. Billion dollar man. industry. You think these lawyers, what, chop liver? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> some bullshit lawyers? Oh, no, right. they're going to find that hole. Pause. <laughs> and they're they going to get it. Get it in. Going to get it in there. Pause. It was it was the inevitable. It was there. It was, there. It was, one, <laughs> it was bound to happen. One the other. Right. We were talking about Lil Nas X finding talking about dicks on shelves. Yeah. It was a lot of hole, you know. <sighs> hole had to come in somewhere. Yeah, man. The whole time. There's a dick. There is a hole. There's a dick. There's a hole. You made me repeat that. Um, <laughs> also, also, uh, we have a message from none other. Message. Message. We have a message. As soon as I can pull it up. From none other than Glenn Big Baby David. It's your boy Big Baby, man. Don't believe I'll ask you on the internet. I will have my day in court. They just mad because a black man get, got money, man. Just trying to keep a black man down, man. Hey, man, shout out Rollo, man. All those people, man, getting money, man. Must be legal, man. A lot of jump shots. A whole lot of jump shots. Popeye chicken. Whole lot of jump shots. Whole lot of Popeye chicken. Jump shots. Whole lot of Popeye chicken. Whole lot of insurance claims too. Yeah, man. You see this? You see what they were doing? What they were doing? So apparently they were. um, Are you talking about what they were doing to get the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and explain it. I know. So basically, um, there's going a few. Well, it's eighteen, I believe, NBA players, um, including Darius Miles, Glenn Davis, Tony Tony Allen. Allen. Shannon um, Brown, Shannon Brown, uh, Chris Douglas Roberts, CDR, man, um, uh, Willie Green, um, Will Bynum, Will Bynum. I'm sorry, Will Bynum, not Willie Green. Willie Green's okay. got a contract. <laughs> Will Bynum, <laughs> Willie Willie Green, Denver, Denver. No, Willie uh, Willie Green coaching for the uh, Suns, assistant coach. Is he? Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking somebody else. Then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Anyway. Um. They all been indicted. Uh, they uh, f- defrauded the NBA out of four million dollars in insurance money. Seabass, he on house arrest now. He uh, they let him out. I think mm-hmm. yesterday. Bassy been having a hard time, man. But uh, but yeah, so um, they uh, they defrauded them out of four four million dollars, which you know out of eight eighteen niggas bust four million down. Yeah, hundred forty. Really, yeah, hundred really. k. They get that. They just give it back. Right. Let's give you a little money back, man. Get the folks their bread back. Right. Man, you know what y'all did, but um, but it was interesting to see they're actually bringing brought up on fed, on fed charges. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how because the NBA is a private entity unless they yeah they're private. So I don't know how it's federal. I guess it maybe it reached a certain amount of money. Um, if you steal a certain amount of money, it becomes federal. Maybe jurisdiction, something down those lines. Since it wasn't. A specific state, state, I would state. Say. That could be. That's possible, right? Since it's state, yeah, that's that's fair. But would it be though? Who knows? Who knows? They're they, the niggas might be going to jail. Oh, they are going to jail. I don't think they're going to jail. I don't think it's enough money. You, but do you remember uh, the ringleader Terrence Terrence Williams? Nigga was nice at Louisville. Bro. All, all them niggas was nice. Nigga was nice. All bro. them niggas God were nice, damn. man. But basically, what they were doing was they were um, filing claims. For dental work. 
the funny thing about them is that they only had, root canals, right? And they only got thirty-two teeth. <laughs> Let's focus on that. Let's keep that in mind here. Only got thirty-two teeth, right? Yep. But these niggas were filing claims for the same tooth on the same day. Mm-hmm. Multiple niggas, like, come on, dog. How you, obvious can you be? The funniest thing about that, and I and I, I this cracks me up because um, I've done you know audits before, right? And when you catch it. It's always like a little funny moment. Like, right. Look at the stupid shit these niggas did. Right. Like sometimes it's really good. You know, like damn, like all right, y'all did that. But this, like that shit, same tooth. Come on, man. Same day. Repeatedly. One nigga, who was it? Um, I forget who it was, but he was overseas. Uh, it was a nigga that used to play for the Rockets. I forget mm-hmm. his name, but he was overseas. Yeah, when he I mean. Fi- Nice, nice catch. Mm-hmm. He was overseas playing <laughs> in the game when he filed for his claim. Mm. So I'm like, come on, man. Tonight, Y'all got to be smarter than that. No. Yeah. I have to be smart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, yeah. Ming is actually his first name, but Yao is like his family name. Yeah, you know, it's wild how the NBA does that. Yeah. It's a Yao on the back of his jersey, though. Right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Why, why, did they, why did they switch that when they... I don't know. Things the NBA something to do, no, it's something to do with their culture. Like they address themselves as um their family name first and their given name last. Hmm. Yao Ming was a was kinda wild. Remember he came to leave, he dunked on Shaq like his first game against Shaq? Yeah, and was talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq was oh, this motherfucker speak English. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Got some fucking yeah, got some squid games for you, ho. <laughs> Fuck you, me. <laughs> got some squid games. Red like green light. Red like green light, ho. <laughs> Fuck you, talking about. Oh. Yeah, man. I just thought that was some wild shit, man. Um, I don't know where to go from there, but Clint I just thought Boris, that was some wild Clint shit. Boris got wrapped up. Did he? He got wrapped up. It's a lot of, it. and you know the thing is, man, is I want to say like, damn, like them niggas must have needed the money. I'm like, bro, like it's not even that much money. I mean, it's more. It's a lot of money for me. You know, I was I was talking to P a little bit earlier about about all of this, and it's like when you're trying to maintain a lifestyle and you don't necessarily know how to manage your money. Um, any bag it may not seem like a lot of money, but that money could have been catching up on a lot of shit that they were behind on. Yeah, I get that, and that's fair. But my thing with that is like, and I learned this like being around like Mac, right? And you hear them niggas talk about the NBA niggas, and Mm -hmm. you hear like different lingo and jargon. Like, the NBA is a job. You're an NBA basketball player. It's a job, mm-hmm. right? You're tenured after seven years. Correct. NBA, seven years. You getting paid. Like, until the day you die, yeah. mm-hmm. you getting paid. You know what I mean? Now, are you getting paid what you were in the league? Of course no. not. But you're still getting, you know, you're still getting paid well. You know what I mean? You're still getting paid well. But does that money cover, you know, the debt that they may have accumulated? While they were popping, you get what I'm saying? Maybe not, maybe not. But and my thing is, if this was a two hundred million dollar finesse, mm-hmm. I'd understand. Four million dollars across eighteen niggas. This wasn't a lick. These niggas. Now nah, this might have been like a little goddamn <laughs> That's the shit that puzzles me, man. Yeah, there might be them niggas sticking their toe in the water. Like, hey, let's do a little bit here. You know, there was a lick. Them niggas were doing. I was in cut. Never. 
Mm, not nah. talking about them niggas was doing that. Not me. Nah. You like that, Brian? Brian? <laughs> but yeah, no. <nah. laughs> I, I knew of a few. I know of a few. I was a part of. Yeah, I was not a part of anything, officer. I didn't say a word. Catch me if you can, nigga. Cause they'll catch you. Yeah, they'll catch me. Yeah, don't say that. Where you gonna hide? It's entertainment. Where you finna hide at? You wanna run? Where you gonna go at? You gonna where be, would I go? You gonna be like down, Mister Big? Them Mr. people Big. just came around the goddamn house, boy, looking for you and shit. All right, I love you, Mama. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't come around here. It's all right, this motherfucker. Thank you, Mama. I love you. <laughs> that you, song funny as hell. That's my shit. <laughs> I grew up selling dope don't back in 1996. <laughs> That's my shit, man. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. I love you. To have that conversation with your mom is wild by itself, dog. Yo, his mama was a trillist, man. <laughs> Yeah. Kevin Durant said his mama the real MVP. Nah, nah, Mr. nigga, he ain't Mr. Big Mama. Yeah, rest in peace, all. man. You see, David Letterman ask Kevin Durant what KD stands for. David Letterman be asking that nigga. That nigga is hilarious, questions. but people don't understand. David Letterman is by far one of the funniest human beings on earth. Who who do you take? Letterman, Letterman, Seinfeld, Letterman, or John Stewart? Letterman, Letterman, Letterman. Over all three, Letterman's hilarious. Because I'm gonna tell you why. Letterman Letterman was funny on network television. Cable. No, network network. No, he's on CBS. Yeah. CBS, yeah. Yeah. Network. So he was he was funny on network television. Mm. So he had all these rules and shit mm. that he had to abide by and follow. Mm-hmm. It was still fucking hilarious. John Stewart didn't have it. Now Seinfeld was also on that for network term. He had writers and all that shit. I'm sure Letterman did. Letterman, too. Yeah, I was gonna say they all, they sure all have like, they all have yeah, writers. Yeah, they all have teams of writers. Once you once you hit a certain status, niggas get like, hey, I, you know, write some shit up for me. I'm gonna come clean. Hot take. Seinfeld was never that funny to me. Seinfeld? I like it because he it's it's not witty. It's just it's almost I wouldn't say silly because it's calculated. It's just I don't know. I think it's more more about his. How can I put this? His demeanor. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Um, I mean, it was relatable. You know. I mean, oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> it was relatable. It's just just um, a, I, yeah. It, what I'm what I'm getting at is just him looking like you know average the average white guy, right? That whole bit that they did on Seinfeld. Oh, you know, it's just it's just me. Yeah. That's that's what that's what kind of appealed me to Seinfeld more than anything else. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying about Letterman, man. Yeah, I like Letterman. Like <laughs> what, I does Kate, what does KD stand for? Yeah, man. Yeah, I like Letterman, man. Like I said, Seinfeld never made me laugh. Never? Never made me You never laugh. watched? I, I watched. You watch it? It's just wasn't funny for me, man. Oh, oh, oh. Like that shit was never but my oh. sense of humor, that kind of like okay. So you like my mom? No, my mom hate that type of shit. Yeah, like anybody trying to be funny never made me laugh. You think he tries? I think that shit was like trying. Like it was just always like you know what I mean. Like anything like the the antics. Uh, oh shit! Wow, this shit going down. But like, um. So do you consider Kevin Hart funny? I did at the time. At one point. At one point, not anymore. Seems like you're trying. Tiffany Haddish. Never. Now, now I see what type of comedy you like. Never. never now, now I see where you are with it. Even Mike Epps to an extent was never. He's funny, but the stand-ups for me weren't funny. I like Mike Epps because he's slow. He, like, he's actually yeah. slow. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's what make that shit funny to me. Like his roles, like Day Day was funny, that kind of shit was funny. But his stand ups never made me laugh. Mm. I think the only person like like so even TV shows and Living Color, that kind of shit. Right. Sometimes that shit wasn't funny. You know Dates make me laugh though? This is so stupid. Do you remember Mad TV? I didn't like Mad TV like that. But For what s- character? Two. Okay. Stuart. The little uh, yes, woman man. had the Super Bowl haircut. fucking drawers and shit. Yeah. Stuart and Miss... Miss uh, Wang or something Ms. Wong like that. Miss Wang or Miss Wang. Miss, yeah. <laughs> talk, yeah. Talk like, it was a man. <laughs> it was a man. It was a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she used to crack me the fuck up, dog. I don't know why, but she used to crack me the fuck up. Look at Lane. Lane out there thugging. Uh-huh. Uh, That's a favorite thousand. comedian. Give me your favorite comedian. Of all time? Eddie. Eddie? Eddie. Okay. Eddie. Yours? Mmm. Patrice O'Neal. Mmm. Patrice O'Neal, man. It's a good pick. Yeah. I was watching something, man, and uh, I, 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 we'll get in and off of this. But um, I was watching something. It was a, I can't remember her name, man. It was a comedian. It was a black woman's comedian. And she was saying how we always just gravitate toward the black male comedians and we don't give the black women comedians a chance. And I thought that was absolute bullshit. Cause the funny ones, the funny ones, some more, some more Cheryl Underwood, Monique, um, like we, the, the funny ones, <laughs> they get their flowers. They get their flowers. Um, even what's my girl name, man? Regina Hall. Cindy, the TV's leaking. Yeah, like the funny ones, they got it. No, she just bad. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't watch her because she was fine. She wasn't that fine. The fuck would you watch? She wouldn't need along. Nah. She ain't even the finest Virginia. Virginia. You ever saw King's Ransom, that movie King's Ransom? Regina King, finer than her. Better, she looked better than Regina Hall. Yeah, Regina King. Tell me about King's Ransom. I'm look up Regina King. She she was played that little uh, <laughs> that airhead. She was the assistant in the movie. Mm-hmm. She came out like she had a trench coat on and came out in some lingerie and dropped that shit. Mm-hmm. You see that movie? That. <sighs> Regina oh, King. Oh yeah, Regina King. Oh, she yeah. killing her? You think so? I didn't say killer. I said batter. Batter? Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. Oh yeah. Last time I really looked at uh, Regina King. Oh, never mind. Regina Hall, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm, I was about to say, last time I looked at Regina King like that was uh, when Chicago was dogging her ass out. Relax. Okay. Niggas all got bring up the bad. Leave them hoes alone, man. Never focus on the good. Fuck them hoes, man. Never. Fuck them hoes, man. Fuck them hoes. Fuck them hoes, man. Yo, speaking of fuck them hoes, man, that boy a boosie. Boosie badass, man. Got to keep off the deck. Keep, keep my boy off the tour. Not off the tour, man. Yeah, not off the Come on. Come man. on, man. Don't keep me off the tour. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Come on, man. Keep me on the tour, man. Somebody call Mark. Bosses need to talk to bosses. Bosses man. need to talk to bosses, man. So um, so apparently uh, he was kicked off the, uh, what's the name of the tour? Legends of the Streets. Legends of the Streets tour. Uh, apparently there was a fight on stage. The story was that apparently Boosie showed up late mm-hmm. to his set. They told that nigga, you ain't going on tonight. We got shit to do. Said Boosie went on stage anyway. They were trying to get security to get him off stage. A brawl ensued. Had a Bobby Brown moment. Yeah, yeah, basically. 
So who was who was they? Who said nah, nigga? Uh, apparently the tour official. Okay, whatever's. Okay. I thought it was like another act in no, their camp no, or no, some no, shit no, like no, that. No, no. Okay. Um, apparently tour officials told Boosie, nah, nigga, you late, nah. Boosie feeling himself right now. Yeah, well, That's now, I mean, now he at the house. Now he at the crib chilling. Yep. So Boosie got kicked off. Um, Boosie's had a run of. Um, uh, he's just. I mean, bad behavior, if you will. He's just having a moment. He's he in his bag. I in his head. I'm in my bag right now. I'm that nigga. But how? Like, I don't know. You got a you got a movie that just dropped. But nobody watched it. That's what you're mad. No, he's mad because nobody paid for that shit. Same <laughs> Niggas concept. is watching it. Same concept. I nobody ain't. watched it. He just ain't reciprocating none of the fucking money from that shit. It was That's good. Niggas would have. Niggas would have. But the thing is, like, you can't get mad at niggas for not supporting and paying music because how you got off the ground was from niggas burning your, your CDs. Fair. Your mixtapes, like, them shits wasn't in stores. So, I mean, the way you got it is the way you still get it. Through the streets. Niggas saw that $20. I was like, oh, nah, bro, YouTube. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't paying YouTube. $20 to fucking see Fast and Furious. Nah. Yeah, I'm going to see fucking Boosie Badass. You spazzed out on the fan, though. In the mall. Did he? Yeah. Fan wanted to picture. He was like, did you buy my movie? No. Fuck you, then, nigga. Hmm. Fuck you. How do you feel about that? Like, just the support that he's not getting from um, his fans as far as paying that 20. I mean, in the, the day, niggas don't want to pay. They want to pay. Niggas start over. A lot of niggas ain't listen to his last couple albums either. Shit. So, yeah. fuck it. It's par for the course. He asked me. You be all right, nigga. Yeah. You tough, nigga. You tough. You be all right. Be all right, nigga. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. Ah, shit. Niggas movies get bootlegged every day, B. Every day, B. So, um, but speaking of Boosie, man, and kind of transitioning to Boosie with Mark Zuckerberg and needing and needed help, man. There was a Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp crash earlier this week, mm. caused a little bit of a a, a, a riff, uh, a little bit of an issue for a lot of people. A lot of people having a hard time, man, with it going down. Um, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, man, it went down. <laughs> it was down, and and for me, it went two. It went two ways. You know, one way was the the the, the way that majority of people looked at it was well, go find something to fucking do. Right, right. Like they, how long did it last? Number one, uh, a couple hours. Right, nine mm-hmm. hours. Apparently, they, they're saying that people actually did work that day, and they said now that you can't get on Instagram, go get on Indeed. Right. Um, but Not a job broke boy, <laughs> broke. So, um. But with that in mind, so I saw that. But the other thing I thought about was there's a lot of people whose business is online. That's correct. Like a legitimate business, business. runs through online sales and through Instagram sales and, and all that kind of shit. And they were affected heavily as well. Mm. Um, you know, they said Mark Zuckerberg himself lost six, seven billion. Seven bill? Seven bill in that one day. Well, now, I think that was more so tied to stocks and not just... Because I don't believe he's generating seven billion dollars a day. Not all, no, no. I, you know, what I mean, that's, that's, hard to that's ridiculous. I, I don't believe that. That's a lot of fucking. I mean, because if you take it over a year, you know, you're trillions of dollars here. Mm-hmm. I would assume seven billion, seven times three sixty five. Eh, I don't see it. I think I was more so to stop. You know, losing that much money, right? And just dropping as far as it did at the time. So, 
it it it, co- it, it, it kind of correlated and went in line with the um the Facebook whistleblower whistleblower. Hmm. Um, she came out and basically was kind of said she used to work for Facebook and she was speaking about how um they would allow certain hate speech to be at the top of your algorithms. So they pushed and actually supported hate speech instead of taking it down, which, you know, that's what gets the most clicks. You get people arguing on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. They stay on the app longer because they're arguing and emotional and upset. And, mm. and when you think about when you buy things, typically they want to pull on your emotions. They, so, they yank at your, your heartstrings, kind of gets you to do certain shit. So Jose Canseco just snitching because he finished. Basically. Hmm. Basically. Basically. Okay. Um, but yeah, it affected a lot of people, man. But it did show like the power of Facebook and Instagram. Mainly right. Facebook is all owned under that Facebook uh ink that umbrella. But now, yeah, it's on the umbrella. But it was interesting to see. It's the reactions. You know, when you got past the superficial of, oh damn, I can't get on Facebook. I can't oh, post damn. on my story. I can't post on my story. I can't see what my friends are doing. I can't you know, once you get past that and you see how much that in itself has been ingrained in everyday life. I mean, you know, honestly, one of my first thoughts when I saw that was, fuck, how are we going to promote a podcast? Like, that was my mind immediately went to that. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I got to, like, so I'm thinking and looking like, all right, we if, if this is going to be a thing, because apparently it was actually like a real thing. Like, the actual database was deleted. They just have the best computer motherfuckers in the world, and they got that shit you back. Got it right. back up. Right. But, um, but yeah, that was a real thing. Look at them caping ass. Man. I'm gonna tell you something man, about that in a minute. <laughs> you saw what I saw. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know my roommate in Augusta was a cheerleader for um Morehead State. Okay. He was a guy. He was a cheerleader for Morehead State. That's what's up. And he said that shit was probably everything he thinks. So when they picked the motherfuckers up, had their hand up under that ass. Mm-hmm. He said, Yeah. That's yeah. a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Smell my finger. What's Shut that? Up. When you come a man, they <laughs> Smell my finger. What's that? It's my ass. My ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Gail Swallow. Yeah, man. So, um, oh, man. that's it. It's interesting, and, and it kind of, for me, for me, served kind of as a warning shot. I know people who they uh, on Facebook like hairstylists. We talk. I think we talked before how they'll do like certain shit where it's like, yo, this is when the books open. Mm-hmm. Book your slot through this time, but they get that word out. Via Facebook, not Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. So now you got the like, links up and everything. Mm-hmm, yep. The links, and they make it really easy to assess your business through Instagram. Um, you know, Instagram is in essence a market, a marketplace. Everything is. I don't know. If we saw Twitter now. Uh, Twitter, you can now monetize your tweets. Oh, okay. I, I actually charge people. Us. Charge I heard. People no, I heard view. about that. I heard about that. Yeah, you can that. actually charge yeah. people to view your tweet, which is wow. Mm-hmm. But if you got that following, you got that following. Like, I think that's why, like, this particular um, genre, like, podcasting itself, you know, is, is, you know, in its infancy, you know, as a whole, but has, it's going to be a billion trillion dollar business at some point. Because. Real soon. Very soon. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's a situation where people want their hands and people want to hear shit. People want to put their hands. And there's so many different ways to monetize shit that, like I said, them niggas literally, I can make a subscription-based service and monetize my tweets. And you got to charge me. I can charge I can charge you. To watch. Yeah. So, I thought that shit was ill, man. I thought it was, it was a wild, wild time, man. Wild thing, man. So, But is it not scary to know that 
within like a flick of a finger, things like that can be shut down and almost pretty much shut down the world. That's pretty spooky, man. I saw somebody talking about it, and they were saying you put that a lot of trust in the internet. They, they, I saw somebody talking about, um, and they were saying, you know, hey, the whistleblowers out in the Capitol Hill talking all that shit, and niggas say, hey, walk in the bathroom, hey, push the button, mm-hmm. boom, shut all that shit down, yeah, and leave that shit down to the day over with. You know what I'm saying, like that. <laughs> It's it's scary to think about, you know. See how you function. Yeah, see yeah. what you do, and you know, if people want to want to say um, that it's a reflection of today's times, and how see how far we how we're far too, deep, we, yeah. yeah we're too reliant. I don't take it as that because I think in every generation, in every segment, see now people think of just like our uh, parents. Mm-hmm. Look at Instagram, just some bullshit. Social media is bullshit. They don't realize the money in it. Yeah, they don't see the little kids that are eight, six, you know, six, seven, eight years old on YouTube who are millionaires, mm-hmm. and all they do is play with fucking toys. Like they don't see that shit, so they don't under they they don't understand it, which is fine. They don't grow up in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think it's you know it's a big deal, you know, because of just that simple fact. Like no nigga, this is actually business. You want to hear some crazy shit about Instagram? What's I was that? talking to my dad earlier this week. We having a convers- that shit. We're having a conversation about how like superficial and, and shallow women are now. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. how they try to put out a perception of how they want to be seen. Yeah. So this nigga said something down the lines of like, yeah, man, they just try to get their likes up. I said, <laughs> pause, like, nigga, you on Instagram? <laughs> he was like, oh, now you asking too many questions. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what is the word? Coming to you, yeah, man. It's Ill. Do you believe in happy wife, happy life? No. Okay. Just checking. You know, it's a school, and I know we kind of all over the place. <laughs> it's a school of thought. Is that with too that. fast? Nah, nah. I, not at all. Okay. It's just, I, I had that thought um, about a week ago, man. Just, just, just looking at shit, man. Having talk with actually one of my homeboys dealing with a situation. And for some, some reason, um, happy wife, happy life. You know, uh, has been a thing. You know, and it's funny. I remember seeing this tweet. I think I, I might have brought her up here, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how your mother sacrificed all these things, and our grandmother sacrificed all these things for the relationship. And you know, when we say, "Well, I," you know, grandma and granddaddy stayed together. They were together sixty years, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, but your grandma wasn't fucking happy." Yeah. Now, my first thought was, "How the fuck you know?" That's number one. But number two, it it was number two for me is that ain't my business. Ain't my business. So then we'll go to number three. <laughs> and number three being that, you know, um, sure, let's say she wasn't happy, whatever the case, but how do we know that my grandfather was? Right? Gotcha. You know what I mean? And, but it's so it's such a premium place in relationships as a whole on the woman's happiness. It's so much place in that, right? Like, and, oh, the boy's going for the win. I mean, everything around the union is supposed to be catered for the women. Absolutely. Beginning the wedding mm-hmm. that's centered around the woman. Yep. Um, well, okay. I guess as far as, um, if you know, if you want to expand the family, having children, that's centered around the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, just 
in general, every we go we go deep and deeper in this, man. But yeah, that, I that's mean, really where that stems from: happy wife, happy life. Right. But what they don't understand is, um, again, if I'm not happy as a man, we're taught to hide it. Just deal. We work through Just it. Just get through it. Just get through it. But eventually, eventually, right. that shit comes to a head. That, patient wear, that patience wears out. Mm. And then you stop giving a fuck. And one thing about it <laughs> is when niggas stop giving a fuck, Shit. All know? hell breaks all loose. All hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose, man. So I just, you know, I, and I think that at some point those those little those uh narratives have to be revisited. I just don't believe in it because um the marriage isn't centered around it shouldn't be centered around one person. So when at you, all. so when you speak of happy wife, you're talking as an individual where it should be happy union Absolutely. versus happy individual. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just it's almost like that little funny shit that that they said, Well, uh what's mine what what's yours is ours, but what's mine is mine. It's right. just like little quirky ways of making it seem like the woman the I think woman should it, be catered you know, to. And it's funny because I think it's at one point those are just jokes. But then you people started I mean? believing that shit. Yeah, it's like I, like the, the opening for the Jetsons. Remember the Jetsons? When she when he like he gets she like he like money. reaches for the money, he has some money to and her, she take and the she wallet. takes the wallet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and these are just like little jokes that used to be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and you know, I actually it was funny. I was talking to my cousin, man. And he was saying, you know, a lot of these women love gender roles mm-hmm. until it's like actually, you know, what well, they love, they hate gender roles. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. until it's time to put some work in. Right, so you hate it like fuck yeah. that like no nigga I'm not cooking I'm not I'm not I'm not your slave nigga that sound like slavery to me right but then you want me to turn around and do X Y and Z you, you want to be taking care of, you know what I mean you want to be taking care of that you taking care of the house and yeah. and honestly and I don't want to get too deep into it I do feel like it's a direct effect of single parent households okay you know what I mean and, and you get a woman raised by a woman who you know and they, they, you never saw what it looked like. So now they're telling you what a real man is. Well, you don't know the real man is. You never had a real man. It wasn't one in your house. Yeah, it wasn't one in your house. You never saw what that looked like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, even you and I were, we had male influences, you know, in our lives. So it was like, okay, I know what's right. I know what's wrong. Even when my male influence is doing some fuck shit, I know what's wrong. You and nine times out of ten, he's telling me that shit's wrong. You like, can hey, pick listen. up on it like, damn. Like, I'm on some bullshit. Be listen. better than, first thing they'll say, be better than me. They always tell you. So we had that influence. So even if daddy ain't shit, you know, whoever ain't shit, even if they ain't shit, they won't tell you. Right. Like, hey, yo, listen. <laughs> I think that's this where shit. a lot of my lessons was learned, just seeing people doing some foul shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, that didn't work out too well for them. You learned, those, those were the best <laughs> lessons to learn. The best lessons to learn watching niggas fuck up. Yeah. I always say that for me, I learn best by watching other people. Right. And I was always able to see, okay, that's what you did wrong. I'm not going to do that. I didn't have to learn for myself. I'll see you fuck up. Right. You know? Fear teaches us lessons. As much as people tell us, you know, don't be afraid of this, don't be afraid of that. Fear teaches some some great lessons because you're kind of hesitant on, on what you want to do. Fear is an amazing motivator. Right. Fear is an amazing motivator. You see, uh, a healthy amount of fear is always necessary. Oh, yeah. Always. You know what I mean? It's, 
Oh. Yeah, healthy mind of fear is always necessary, you know, because, again, it drives you. You know, I don't, if I'm in school, I don't want bad grades. Why? Because I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid to get in trouble. I'm afraid of these. Yeah. Like, these things are important. You want to know my favorite uh, happy wife, happy life show? Mad Men. Yeah. Because all those women were happy. It was a, it's a timepiece show. It was set in, like, a, I think, like, 50s, 60s, late 50s, 60s mm-hmm. in that era. All these women, you know, house, house, um, housewives, happy men go out into the city, work or whatever. Mm-hmm. What they don't know is like these niggas got apartments in the city that they crash at and everything. But the house, the house is happy. Yeah, the wives are happy. Well, but they these niggas getting their shit off. Well, know? that's what's so scary. Also, about the happy wife, happy night, happy life narrative. Right. Because you okay in bed, make sure you're happy. Mm-hmm. And that will make sure I'm happy. I'm gonna make sure I'm happy. See what I'm saying? So now right. you're good, right? You got everything mm-hmm. you want, right? But no, you are here. You got it. Are you happy? You didn't care about that. <laughs> are you happy? That had nothing to do. You never paid that any attention. Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't give a fuck. A lot of times, man, and I like, again, I don't want to get on this too, too much, but a lot of times you hear the stories about niggas stepping out and all this shit mm-hmm. and the woman they stepped out with. Mm. And then they talk about what that woman provided that the wife didn't. You hear some wild shit. You hear some wild ass shit. And niggas are so funny. Um, I was telling my homegirl about this shit the other day. And she was saying that um, niggas are simple, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, here's the thing. We're simple. We are. But we're only simple because we were smart enough to narrow down the things that we that like. we want. And we, that's why mm-hmm. we're simple. We can tell you verbatim. So do you hear us say... All I want is be able to watch a fucking game and eat and eat a fucking sandwich on a Sunday. Yeah, it where that came simple. from? Where that came from? What's that? I want to be able to watch a game and eat a sandwich on Sunday. That came from me. That came know. from you. I mean, I mean, I know it that. sounds so familiar. It's because what a dollar want. Like, but I don't know. I know for sure for me, I didn't get it from anywhere. No, I'm thinking of uh, give me a good book and a good bitch, and I'm. <laughs> oh well, yeah. So, you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, the point of the matter is that, like, shit. You know, we sim- we're simple enough to do that. Um, the other thing she told me was that, and she asked me this was true. She didn't like my answer. I could tell by her response after. Well, this way she she talked after. But we were talking about um, this marriage. Well, she brought up marriage. She was saying that, you know, she heard that um, men don't marry the woman they love. They marry the woman. That's available or something like that. Well, they marry the woman that they're with when they're finally ready to get married, whether they love her or not. And I told her, I like, first of all, that's not some shit a woman said. That Where like did a, they come up with these, these narratives? Like, <laughs> and that's what I said. I, I said, first of all, I said, first of all, I feel like you heard that from a woman. That's number one. And how can you speak? F- like you be- can't speak for all men. Yeah. Well, it's what I told her. Basically. I mean, to be real with you, like every nigga I know they got married. Because they were in, like, the woman they were with, they loved and weren't in love enough with that woman to marry her. Mm. So it's not about, and I said, regardless of the circumstances, right? I've seen niggas in fucked up positions say, man, yo, I, I, I'm about to get married. Hmm. I'm going to marry you. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen it. So it was never about when we're ready to get married. We're ready to get married when we're with the person we want to marry. That's when we're ready. There's no set point where we say, "Okay, it's time." Nah, so, because I, I like you. You, you start moving desperately if you operating on some shit like 
okay, cool. Now, at this point in my life, I'm ready to get married. Right. And now I'm out roaming the streets and roaming clubs and bars and in church and all these different you places. You need stability for, at some point. Yeah, now I'm looking for a woman to marry. So what are women's reasons for being married? Because as much as they try to make it seem like it's simply for love, it's not. Nah, it's not. It's never that. It's not. It's never that. Now, what I'm not going to do, though, because I always talk about women speaking for men. So I'm not going to speak for them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the reasons are for getting married. They'll tell you love. I don't know if it's always love. I think, in my opinion, I think a lot of it's companionship. So you, your opinion is speaking. <laughs> my still opinion, speaking for him, right? Well, well, my we opinion, don't know. I mean, uh, let let's speak for them because I I want to create this conversation. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So, like you said, it's for what companionship. I feel like that's for a lot of women, from what I hear from them. Mm. A lot of it just and from things they tell me without telling me. A lot of it's just that camp, the companionship, just Bye having dog. that person. Bye dog. It's not enough. They Those don't, are good companions. They can't fuck you unless some of them. Oh, you dirty dog. You, <laughs> you dirty dog. Dirty dog. <laughs> dirty, dirty dog. I but, don't know, man. It's, but not, it's, it's yeah. weird because as much as men try to, you know, they, they paint a bad light as far as why men are getting married. Men are taking that commitment and making that step. So for whatever reason they're doing it, they're doing it. It just seems like a complaint to me. Yeah, I said, well, I mean, you because know. you can't have it both ways. You can't say we ain't shit, but in the same light, you say, oh, well, the y'all are only marrying us because <laughs> which one is it? Right. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You know, um, it's always going to be something. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, if it's always going to be something, then um, <laughs> that's funny. If it's always going to be something, you know, the, the next step and next question in this is going to be um, where are these conversations being had? The social media. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I laugh because <laughs> it's, you know, again, it's there. Because I've, I've never seen any workshop, any town hall meetings or <laughs> none of those things. All of this shit takes place on these social platforms. Well, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. We're taught the majority of our feelings toward relationships, we learn from seeing them in the household or being told, mm. right? You normally don't form those opinions on your own. It's almost like religion, right? Like, So it's kind of you're born. You're born into a religion, then you experience certain things and see certain things, and then you either decide, okay, yes, I'm, you know, this is what I believe, or maybe I believe something else and I'm going to rock with this as an adult. But as a child, you pretty much, I'm going to church. I, you know, whatever, whatever I'm doing, what my parents, do. they told me I'm Baptist. So I'm Baptist. Exactly. So same thing with that. Like, this is what I grew up seeing. You know what I mean? So if you grew up in a house where you well, one uh, member isn't there. Your mother was never home. Your dad's never home. You take that with you. But again, these are the lessons you learn you know, growing up, you know, this is what you see. So this is what you expect. You know, now if you come from a father who did everything for the mother, which is nothing wrong with that, mm. but that's what you expect. If you're a daughter, it's what you expect as a son. That's what you put your, you know, say, okay, this is that's what, what my dad did for my mom. Like, this is what I do. I know for me, um, for example, when I look at, you know, when I, when I look at my, my mother and my grandmothers, right. Mm-hmm. I look at how they move. 
I remember pulling up to my grandma's house and she in the yard. Right Working next to my granddaddy. And I remember waking up on Saturday morning. Seeing your mom. And my mom out there. So for me, you know what I mean? Now, there's not, um, again, you know, we were raised a certain way. So no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just letting my mama take the trash out, but I've seen her do it. Right. Like, I've, you know, pulled upside, she's taking the trash out. Because she wasn't going to wait for somebody to go do it. Yeah. She going to do it. So those, for me, like, that's what I looked at as a woman. You know, this is what women do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is, man, I'm not waiting on you, nigga. I'll do it. There's certain things I took from my parents' marriage. Some things being, you know, I, I kind of keep up um, with what I do today. And certain things, I was like, nah, that's probably not the play. Right. It's just all about how you interpret things and, and what you deem as being right and what you deem as being wrong and what you're comfortable with doing, you know. But that's not necessarily the – I'm not saying that you have to follow that blueprint, but just take things here and there and interpret it in your own way and, and apply it to your, your marriage or your relationship whatsoever. So, um, like, with the trash situation, like, nah, we ain't rocking like that, dog. Like, right. trash on – nah. I got that covered. And I know some people in relationships or marriages where the woman doesn't mind doing that shit. Right. You know, so it's all about what you deem appropriate for your for your situation. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, again, I think And it seems know, like we always like anytime we have these conversations, it always falls back on do what's best for you. At the end what of the you're day. comfortable with doing and what works for your situation. At the end of the day. Like do whatever works for you. And if it's not working don't be afraid to, you know, hey, it ain't Change working. It. Change it. Find something. You know what I mean? Because, again, don't don't leave yourself tied to shit if you ain't got to. Hmm. End of the day. You know what I mean? So, it, I don't know. And, and it's just, I hear that a lot, you know, and I feel like that's something that should be discussed here because, one, it's, it's our platform to do so. Um, but, two, again, I hear it so much, but there's never clarity granted in it. It's always, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. It's what you're supposed to do. You know, I, I see a lot of, you know, I, I remember I um I tweeted a while back and I said, do you put enough work to feel as entitled as you do? Mm-hmm. Like, you expect so much. So what do you do? What do you bring into this? Like, what do you bring it? into this that you feel like you deserve? Because, again, that's one thing I was always taught. Have you ever received an answer to that question? Of course not. Not a legitimate That's one. when it gets quiet, right? Not a legitimate one. You That's normally get met with, 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 you don't feel like, you know, black, like, you never get the answer, though. It's so, just, um, it's just pushback towards it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But it's, again, it's a real thing. It's, again, what do you do? What do you provide? If I ask you what you provide right now that makes you feel like that? Hmm. I remember, man, um, a while back, I saw some shit and it was talking about, um, you know, uh, how I, it, it, I, I wish I could remember where I saw this on too. But the woman was basically saying, man, I do everything for my husband. I do it all for him. And then the person, it was like a little interview, maybe something more like Twitter, like some little panel shit or something. And then the, uh, the person running the panel, the woman was like, well, she asked him, said, all that stuff she named, is that what you want? He was like, well, I didn't ask for that I shit. didn't ask for it. This is all I want. This is what I want. She did what she thought I wanted. And because she did what she, she never, thought. She never thought to have the conversation with me and ask me, what do you actually want? Yeah, what do you want? What do you actually like? What do you require? I don't, 
But it didn't matter. To her, it didn't matter. She's going to give you what she thinks you should have. And you should be happy with that. Because she maybe grew up seeing one one particular thing and saying, okay, that's what a man wants. No, well, that's what that man wanted. And you and a lot of us are, are you know, a lot of folks are raised on social media. True. I cook for this nigga, I clean for this nigga, I fuck this nigga. First of all, I blah 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 and it's a can't di- cook. Boom. So yes, so you that's cook, where the problem lies. You cook and your food is awful. So he's hungry. I'm hungry. He's hungry. I'm I cook for this nigga, I clean for this nigga. You don't clean. You've never been a good. You still got dust balls in the corner of your bathroom. Yeah, I've I've been actually asking you. You know, I've been telling you should just get a maid, and you don't want to do it. Um, you say you fuck. Well, well, actually, you're horrible. Can't take dick. Sex is trash. No, 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 you should ask me what this I like. This nigga is miserable, man. Absolutely. You never took time to ask. It's very simple. Anyway, man, let's get some music. A little, <laughs> little food for thought there. Take that with y'all. Wear that. Food for thought. You do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shouldn't tell. Do the dishes. You said it. I'm looking for songs. What you got? Ugh. Okay. Off the uh, album about nothing. Okay. Since we talked about Seinfeld a little bit, mm-hmm. let's get into the Need to Know featuring SZA. Let's do it. I guess maybe some little problems could arise. Well, there are always a few. I mean, if anything happened and we couldn't be friends the way we are now, that would really be bad. Devastating. Because this is very good. And that would be good. That would be good too. <laughs> the idea is to combine the this and the that. Featuring SZA. Follow SZA on Instagram. What a great time. <laughs> okay. Enough what said. a great time. Enough said. Enough said. Uh, I'm going to keep it kind of slow, man. Um, keep it real chill. Um, I'm tapping to the uh, the Forlorn uh, mixtape as well. Is that mixtape or album? It's only Apple Music. This is an album now. EP. Um, EP. No, it's not EP. It's too long to be an EP. No, EP is like four or five songs. It's hosted by a DJ, so I say mixtape. Yeah, I say mixtape. Yeah, it's a mixtape. So yeah, man, I'm hopping to uh, H2O. Like a motherfucker. 
seen a lot of um is that it seems as if we've been bamboozled hoodwinked hoodwinked led astray run amok finessed if you will because president joe biden ain't did shit right nothing he's been in what a year now about a year well no he took Coming office in, he took office in january february right yeah. It just feels like he's been in office for a long he was elect- time. He was elected November. November took office yeah, January. January right. So yeah, so coming he, up. Yeah, so about ten months. Ten months so. Just feel like he ain't been doing shit. Mm. A lot of promises. I see he uh cut some money out of HBCU. Forty five billion. Damn. <laughs> Saw somebody just say told y'all. <laughs> told y'all. I told y'all niggas. But it's so um, and I, th- I I said this during the election, right? I was like, man, I just hope all this shit Joe and Kamala uh, promises happen because now's not the time. Like you can lose there. There's a chance they lose a generation hmm. right in here, right now, and it's really ours, right? Because I, in looking, I've said, I like, you know what? Obviously. I'll give Joe time to do it. I mean, shit, we got to. He in there for a few more years. But if this goes the way it's trending, honestly, hate to say it, don't really see a reason to vote. You know what that means. Mm-hmm. Trump will be right back in office. That's a fact. Because I look at it like, well, shit, when he was in office, I mean, hell, he, he said a lot of dumb shit. There's things being done. Things being done. Pencils be more being pushed. That motherfucker was signing. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker was signing some shit. He may some shit may not been in our best interest, but that motherfucker was signing. Wait, you ain't doing pen, shit. Wait, he threw the pen down after he finished signing that shit. Huh? Fuck, give Nigga. me the other one. Yeah, we done signing today. Yeah, God damn, like he was at an album release. That's a fact. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so um, always always said, man, it's always say, man, it's better to deal with the devil that you know versus the devil. 
that you that you know that you're not familiar with that you don't know. Be honest with you. Yeah, if you don't vote, don't vote. If you uh, not vote for me, you ain't black. Remember that? I do. He said that on uh, Breakfast Club, right? Mm-hmm. You ain't vote for me, you ain't black. And it's funny, man. He thought that shit was a bar. And you mean Charlamagne? Huh, nigga? <laughs> Excuse me? So, and it's funny, you know, so you talk about the black vote, right? And say, what is the black vote? Well, it seems to be what can we finesse these niggas into believing. So, whoever, whoever is running next for office is going to have to come with some shit. But the problem's going to be is, nigga, that's what that nigga said. He said the same shit. Tell y'all what, we just ain't going to vote. Y'all got it. Y'all do y'all thing. So, you do you think the um, the next candidate will try to uh, pander for the black votes the way Joe Biden did? I think they will, but I think it's going to be really, really hard for them to get our attention. Attention. Mm-hmm. If you look at, we've seen this play before. We've seen this play before, and you—if you look at, um, if you look at uh, what it took to get us excited, right? It took Barack, and Barack wasn't the greatest for us if we keep him in the band. But we saw us. But we saw us. So mm-hmm. that was just enough, and he didn't hurt us. He didn't help. Right. We really ain't hurt. I mean, shit. He didn't um, take us under. It's just like a lot nah, nah, say it on Black Republican. You're like, shit, you know, black history, black history. No president ever did shit for me. Is that a black Republican? I can't remember. I remember the bar. No, it's on the, uh, my president's black remix. What history? Our history. Yeah, black history, what history, no president ever did shit Tiffany. for me. Yeah. Had hit the streets, had to flip the keys so nigga don't go broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be on the original. That's thing. the original. That's on the original of my president's black. Which is funny because you look at Jeezy celebrating and now it's like, hey man, nigga, that did shit. But not that. Jeezy was like, yeah, bro, this shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my Lambo let's, let's blue. Get it. Let's get it. My Jordan's light gray. Boy, I got nose on it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, um, it's early. Actually, it's not early because elections are coming up in a few weeks here, actually. Um, still got three years. We still have three years of this. But here's the thing. And this is why I'm caught. I, I move with caution because of the elections of Ossoff and Warnock, right? They had this, they had the entire house, had this, all that good. Yeah, shit, we right? got the house now. This was for now, mm-hmm. but what people didn't realize was, I think it's War- Warnock's seat is back up again. Right, got to revolt and get him back yeah. in. He he was only feeling. He was only um, you know he was only um, finishing out someone else's term. Then exactly. you had to vote him in. Right. So there's a chance if that seat flips back red. That you no longer have now it's a divide. So now all the things that Joe Biden promised to do when he had a majority, he now doesn't have that majority. Mm-hmm. So now he really's got to make certain concessions and really do negotiating to get shit. And it ain't gonna be what you you know. It wasn't what they promised. Right. And to put it put it all in nigga terms for people out there listening that can't follow, y'all play Uno. So if you throw a draw four down, change the color to blue. Nigga, I'm coming right behind you. Throwing another draw four down on that bitch, changing it back to red. That basically was going on. So. Got to be quicker than that. Got to be quicker. Got to be quicker, man. So, again, don't know if I'm voting. Uh, <laughs> going to be quite honest. I have no fucking idea. If I do, I'll be sure to let y'all yeah, know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm going to vote myself in. Yeah, shit. Hey, I'll write my name on that bitch. <laughs> Remember the nigga went to vote for Harambe? I remember that, dog. Should have voted for I should have voted Harambe for Harambe died, though, didn't he? He did die. Fuck, shout out, man. 
Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Big Harambe. Harambe was the one that had the baby, ain't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they killed Harambe right there. To end the guy out, he wasn't doing the holding the baby. He was protecting the baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I did? That's why I didn't like. I hate when they do that shit to zoo animals. Well, animals, period. How the fuck you get mad at the gorilla for being a for gorilla? Being a gorilla. Like, nigga, your baby. Shoot the mama. Y'all the one banging and holding kids over walls and shit. Man, whatever. Ba- who, the shoot. baby who jumped in that damn shoot thing. Shoot the mother. Shoot the mama. Take her out. Shoot the mother. You ain't got to kill her. Hit her with like a horse tranquilizer, though. Take her out for like right. a, a week. What Dave Chappelle said, don't abort the baby. <laughs> that was funny. That was a bar. It <laughs> said, don't abort the baby. <laughs> I said, oh, man, this nigga here is slick, dog. This nigga's a joke, man. <laughs> Whole clown. We get a couple songs in before we get out of here? Yeah, let's go, man. Let's right, go. Because we ain't paid that much attention to this playlist. Nah, man. I want to get a few more. We doing what everybody else do to Wally. Ignore his ass. <laughs> Fuck. All right, man. So I'm going to tap into a, a, a different... Well, yeah, I'm going to tap into a different version of Wale. I want to do the back and forth, but you won't be able to get down to play this anyway. Mm. So uh, I'm going to tap into a different Wale. We're going to go off of the um, self-made album, uh, MMG. And we're going to go to uh, Wale featuring Rosé, 600 Benz. Mm. Why not live with the drive to aspire? My ambition is flawless. This is gorgeous as this Porsche is, but this is about this binge, you did. Pass me the light, Rose. I need a J. Maybach music. I appreciate the opportunity. Something special, my nigga. I was 600 grand, that was six years ago Whips come from Japan, I get that work on my face I get that work on my face hey. Boy, 600 bands, condo 600 grand I got 1200 kicks, them bitches straight from Japan My ambition is wicked, I put that shit on my hand I get that work on my face I put that shit on my man, boy Wale Real niggas sweat a total blowin' bomb haze I just tell CJ keep on rollin', that's my shorty Send it out, you ain't seein' through All black, everything, this shit like a HBCU Maybach music, major moves, bitch, I'm savin' major loot I make my old bitches buy me all the latest shoes One whip just ain't enough, I just seen 33 You only half a W without a second V Gotta be dreamin', bitch, I gotta be chosen Shawty, when I was 20, I had a Camry and tokens, but now I'm okay. Bitch, I got my shit together. Rose told me keep on working, Shawty, you'll be rich forever, ever. Forever my endeavors, and I sever my opponents, bitch. I'm cold like it's in Denver. The dilemma is, you think I got no conscience. You think I'm just at flaws and all shit about conscience. Yes, sir, that was 600 bins off the uh, self-made volume one album. Wale. Oh. It's a kiss verse on that to go crazy. Oh. Yeah, kiss. Kiss went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do that shit again. Bro. <laughs> 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 scared me at first. <laughs> anyway, man. We uh one cool thing about Wale, man, and um uh, that whole MMG was just hearing him and meet together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, man, just me being from the streets and Wale, you know, kind of being from being, Nigeria. 
Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. But I was going to say, you know, him being almost like a poet in a way, but just the way their styles were so different. But when he did songs together, man, the shit was just dope as fuck. So we're going to get into Wale's third album, man, The Gifted. That song with him and Meek, uh, what was it, Heaven's Afternoons. In the grand scheme of things, we know we're supposed to have shit. Have shit. Born to lose. Born to lose. Built to win. Built to get it in. Let's get it in. Look, we ain't supposed to never had nothing. We ain't supposed to never had shit. See the growth of my rhymes then. You see my focus ain't on now. Now. At the top of Shazza. Let's get it. Okay. P.I.P. some back showing on. T.V.R.C. but no kill me or more. We can't leave for we left the alarm. Hold my down and stay above what you on. On. I'm a P's and a Bly. Scorpio freaks. Quantity Gemini. I'ma need me a light. Riding through the cap cap skis on the mine. Though I ain't on but I wish I did. Each one teach one. Made a you live. On that joy bad please on your head. Lost one last summer living ain't fair. Mother niggas scared. We forever here. Um, Heaven's Afternoon Featuring Meek Millie They had like a little healthy little um, Back little, and forth Little rivalry back then yeah. too Him and uh, Meek man mm-hmm. I don't know how much they really 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 Fought with each other I saw a clip on um, 106 in part While they was just Being on some extra shit mm-hmm. You can look at Meek and tell Meek was kind of aggravated By that nigga like this cornball shit. You could tell he really wanted to say that shit. Yeah. I think um, also the part of it too was um, Rose bringing Wale in. Mm. You know, Rose and Meek was, you know, then you bring Wale in, Wale being Wale. Right. You know, flashy, you know what I mean? Cocky, you know, all that shit that, that's tied into he Wale. Yeah, right too. Yeah. He held yeah. his own. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. He held his own because as, as many people can say, was, um, you know, Meek kind of. Kept MMG afloat. You could say the same thing about Wale. That's a fact. You know, and bar for bar, <laughs> he kept up with them niggas. Ain't a lot of niggas, shit. Them niggas had to keep up with him. We talking about Wale, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't too many niggas keeping up with Wale. Just bar for bar, <sighs> tough, mm-hmm. tough, tough, tough sledding, man. Tough sledding. So, man. With that being said, man. Um, episode thirty three is in the books. Uh, I like this episode, man. Good episode. Good, 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 good dialogue in this one, man. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of dialogue. Good dialogue, man. I gotta go see my therapist, man. It's been a little while. Hmm. Had to cancel when you know pops had a situation, couldn't go, and I ain't got back right, man. So I need to get her, man. Right. Cause I need some. Yeah, need to go see the lady. Need to sit down, man. Yeah, man. Need to sit down. Need to go see the lady, man. Gotta Exercise go see the, lady. the mind. Yes, sir. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, with that. You never asked my question, man. Which I, question? I asked you a while back. I was like, man, your therapist, you know, she bad. Nah, man, shit, man. Yeah. Just tiptoed around. That's People were like, no. 
Hey, man. So if you enjoy what we're doing here, man, we appreciate y'all. <laughs> uh, if you fuck with us, if you don't, if you do, <laughs> see, the threw me off. If you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, right not. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody got like it. There you go. There, there, there. Got him fumbling and bumbling. And there you go. You want, what, what was your question? I don't remember. Answer. Don't you worry about it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer. Fucking worry about it, bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, once again, man, if y'all do enjoy the podcast, man, make sure to send Swide instead of titties. Um, he really enjoys it. He showed he got a whole group chat dedicated to getting titties. That's all they do. Is send titties. So hey man, why not let your titties be a set in there, huh? Nah, man. Your titties could be in there too. You too can have a set of titties. I want you. I want no, Uncle you. Sam shit. I want your titties. <laughs> Left and the right. All that good shit, man. So, um, once again, man, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all fucking with us. All that good shit. Um, that being said, again, man, remember y'all, the goal is to create a life you don't have to constantly escape from. Get there, and life gonna be a blessing, man. That being said, we out. See y'all next week. Yes, sir. Jump if you want. I put it on my mama and her very last nerve. Ricky make off everything I deserve. Square root of a kilo is me, nigga. Square root of a kilo is me, nigga. Do the math from a motherfucking cheat, nigga. Warning the streets, tell them soldiers to meet us there.
May the bad be in your past May the kids take all your good And your wife have class May you realize your goals What's life without grind Those niggas, those niggas Hope them niggas will as mine May the wind be at your back May the bad be in your past May the kids take all your good And your wife have class May you realize your goals What's life without grind Those niggas, your niggas Hope them niggas will as mine huh? There's a difference between underrated and hasn't made it Once you're successful they relentlessly giving you hatred There's no applause for you, success is all for you There's enemies, envy, with green, my niggas lawnmower And I'm on tour, Jordan 4's, Tom Ford And I ain't thugging, they clapping at me, y'all all tour Got a dark heart, bright mind, make women crazy I give a D, I throw up to, I call that shit a safety Shit is crazy when entertainment ain't entertaining Am I in the sanctum, need real estate, I'm out my capazer A lot of goddess, cause if we all at a lost snubbers I seen hustlers check clockers out niggas' grandmothers So shut the fuck up and listen, fuck all them stuck up musicians My circle small, but regardless, my circumference official My clothes different like quarterbacks at a close scrimmage They goin' blisters, but ain't no way that they gon' hit us I'm so elusive, some of my niggas be going through it Guess it's a rap when your co-defendant makes soul music Cash rule the world at least to do with girls, at least to do with churches, seek the truth and true it hurts. If they real and they real, my niggas deserve it. And we don't deal with weak squares in this pie circle. Bro. We don't deal with weak squares in this pie circle. Yeah, me Melly. It's Maybach. Uh, I'm like, welcome to the power circle. I came a long way, I started with a pie circle. Click full of real niggas that'll probably murk you. Cause they're about that murder game. You do a lot of verbal, a lot of talking, a lot of tweeting. Till you hear that chopper speaking. Kill my dog, I kill your dog. We tired even, I believe it. If you see it, then you got it, nigga. Never give up. Cause if you grinding, you gon' be rich before you can look up. My cousin I told me, never teach niggas to cook up. Cause you can sell them all for the low and give them the hookup. And still make a profit. The streets say I'm the hottest, and a nigga still modest. I'm just being honest. Back to the wall, never let them get behind us Mac in my drawers, fitting right in my designers Look at my persona, I dreamed it, woke up in cocker Now it's commas at the commas, I eat them like being honest Put the strip over the pasta, the pasta over the lobster And the lobster over the table, power circle of my Just talking money, talking money, what you talking about? Probably talking about us, we the only thing to talk about Look inside the house of the last Mohican Survived, drew on last a weekend Outside, seen the pastor tweaking The sunk his teeth in the rock His demise later on that evening You heard the grieving of angels that cried See a demon, don't compromise And so I walk alone with a cross and a diamond stone I'm a diamond inside the rough That's too mighty for mighty cones I might as well put up my killers in YSL Put my voice on this microphone Put you pussy niggas to hell Hell's fire, I live a liar and never grind I know the priors, they running by us when we do crime I know that Section 8 wanna discontinue my moms When they heard that Ohio State gave me 30 racks in July Oh Lord, this can't be life, no it can't be life When the day breaks and you heard them stripes And you learned that strike from upstate Will adjourn that life and confirm that life 
It's good bait for the water that might get awarded and right. Now your fate to report at the night. A reporter replied, the death rate will eventually climb. So eventually I'm on a track race for the dough before time. Get a clock that resigns. So about face if it ain't been inside. Get offended, I mind. No one fake, I'm a realist to strive. Of a billion and five. One billion, cause the limit is the sky. And I live on cloud nine. And I recognize my nemesis gon' try. Put a finish in my shine. But pussy will hurt you. Life in the power circle. Regardless of how it goes down, life goes on, am I right? Tried to warn you niggas. <laughs> I tried to warn you niggas. It's too late now. Double MG. Ooh, give me some more flavor.